there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Thread is a new hit podcast from Ozzy Media that explores history's surprising connections in order to discover how one thing leads to another. Like how movie moguls in early Hollywood helped spark the Me Too movement today. Get it on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Greetings, welcome in the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason out tonight, still do the mornings with Doug Gottlieb. On the Dan Patrick Show, you can hear that tomorrow morning, 6 to 9 Pacific, 9 till noon in the East. In his stead, Dan Beyer, the last few nights, okay, sitting in with us. He was on earlier tonight. So Aaron Torres joins me, one of our resident basketball experts, enjoying some summer league. And we've already got some battles of rookies trying to show who's boss. 
So we're just going for three hours straight on Trey Young versus Grayson Allen, huh? We're at well, that point it. in the summer calendar. No, that's right. It is the first battle of many to come. We talked about jerseys and more merchandising opportunities. But, hey, if Grayson Allen's going to jump straight into trying to start and instigate some fights and make his name known as a quality agitator in these NBA rookie league ceremonies, I'm all for it. I'm for it, and you know who else is for it? Any team in the NBA. Because I said this on Twitter, at Aaron underscore Torres, I believe it. NBA is full of a bunch of specialists And if you want to be that guy that's just willing to play defense and not ask too many questions and don't worry about jump shots, there will be a future in the NBA for Grayson Allen, assuming, of course, he doesn't go around tripping people. Okay, well, he could start fights with Trey Young, I guess, in the interim. It was a Uh, hard foul. No, it was a good foul. I liked it. Got up into him, and they were bear-hugging, and both guys decided they weren't going to back down. It was good. It was was, good. It was good early summer league, because right now we're in the prelims, right? Next week, we'll move to Vegas, and... The bright lights will be even brighter and now more attention, more money, and more marketing flowing into the summer league than ever before, thanks to the Ball family a year ago. Well, I was going to say, I'll tell you this, uh, the competition we saw on the court tonight, probably better than anything we'll actually get during the NBA season next year where the 2019 championship has basically already been Oh, decided. look at you, already going through the regular season and you've declared the playoffs over again. Go get your futures odds at Aaron underscore Torres. Uh, on Twitter. Find me over at Swollen Dome. This is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harvey. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go ahead and visit Geico.com. Get yourself a free rate quote. Now, a fun and exciting back-to-back podcast from Tom Habistro and Michael Wright that made the rounds today. The latest updates of the Kawhi Leonard, what's now becoming a drama. Yes. Right. This is now becoming, we were watching NYPD Blue, or at least I was. You were trying to ignore it because you couldn't take the awesome power that uh, is Sipowitz. Uh, I'm a professional. I was watching basketball, really bad basketball, with a lot of guys that won't ever play in the NBA. No, we eventually flipped it over to basketball just to you know say that we could check a box, and we watched Trey Young miss a couple of shots. But we we look at this story, and with, with Michael Wright, the, a lot of craziness of when we go back to in the the time machine, of Kawhi Leonard and the injury and trying to figure out exactly where the disconnect happened between the team officials and the extra outside medical personnel that Kawhi Leonard was seeking advice slash treatment from and that it convened in New York. And at that point, well, here's what Michael Wright had to say that they did. The Spurs were in the dark most of the season. Some of the things that were happening was crazy. There was a point during his rehab process in New York, some of the Spurs brass went out to see him. As soon as those guys arrived to the building, Kawhi's people grabbed him and sequestered him to another part of the building. So the Spurs people couldn't even see him. This is the music from Tangled, the Disney classic with Rapunzel. This is called Escape Route. And that's exactly what was happening here was, wait, they're at the door? This goes straight to watching NYPD Blue. We got to get them out of here. We got to move them. I was going to say, this feels like a bad first date where you like sneak out, like it's going really bad. You say you got to go to the bathroom. You try to sneak out the side window and never to be seen again. Yeah, but think about this. If that kind of music started playing as you did it, like even in your own head, how much better that scene plays out. It's not just, oh, I got to get out of here. And you're like, ah, she's going to think I'm a jerk, whatever. No, no, this is... This music takes over any thought that was going through your head. That's good. 100%. And by the way, I think this leads to the conversation where we're going. Does anyone know what's actually going on in Kawhi's head? Well, that's the million-dollar question in all of this, right? And 
to equate it, we mentioned the ball ball family, and you heard LeVar yelling, I'm out. The the idea being, for the longest time, it appeared, all right, LeVar's yelling, Lonzo's not saying anything, so he's being a good son, but we all know how these things work, where you're talking a bunch, and someone else becomes the mouthpiece. So while you're not technically the bad guy, after a while it becomes, well, how much of this is being fed from you of what's going on in the locker room or what you're feeling in the moment and rolling through from there. With Kawhi Leonard, we're starting to get to that same type uh, of place, Aaron, where we we never hear from him. Like I've joked, he's this superstar that if we played a game and you put a million dollars on the table and played before clips, yeah. I'm guessing as to what he sounds like. Other than the folks in San Antonio who probably have a good beat on what his cadence is and all, I have no idea. And and he's been a national superstar now for half a decade plus. So when we look at what's going on here is we, we haven't heard from him about his demands. We haven't heard from him about his displeasure with the Spurs. Not that they're doing anything outward facing, right? R.C. Buford on draft night did as best he could to tap dance about what the situation is. So you try to read read into and infer what he's trying to get at. But from Kawhi Leonard himself, we're getting nothing, absolutely nothing. There's the uncle that's been part of the process. But at some point it becomes, all right, Kawhi, you're the one that's starting all of this nonsense and not going on either social media or just getting in front of a microphone. I'm sure plenty of the beat reporters in San Antonio, you've got to have a relationship with one of them that you'd be happy to give them a quote. And it's funny that you say social media because that was my first thought when I heard all this. Say what you want about a guy like LeBron James. We overanalyze every tweet, every Instagram video. He's singing to this song. What does it all mean? Yeah, but but he likes to play that game, he, right? But he does. But when he needs to get a message out, it gets out. And when he needs to uh, light a fire under a teammate or maybe potentially throw one under the bus, hypothetically. Oh, he'll happily do that. He will happily do that. And so when you look at Kawhi right now, it's what you said, Mike, is what do we actually know about this situation? All we really know is what came out of that one meeting a few weeks ago, which was he the the relationship in San Antonio has been fractured, and we believe that he wants to go to Los Angeles, but now we got reports this week that we don't even know if it's the Lakers or the Clippers. We thought it was the Lakers, but obviously uh, we heard on Colin Cowherd's show that guy who broke the story that maybe now the Clippers could be in play if Kawhi hits free agency. Uh, so yeah, so I think in in a lot of ways it's great when you kind of keep your message under wraps. But this is a case where having no information, I don't think is a good thing. Well, what's fun about it is that it's just the wheel keeps spinning, and in the absence of any other real news, because let's face it, nobody's getting all excited about where Major League Baseball is right now. We've Jason got a couple Smith of NF- what's that? Jason Smith might be. Well, but- Mets sucks, so he's not. He doesn't want to talk about baseball. He'll talk True. about Tebow once he's called up, but otherwise. That's gone. I, I've even gotten him to not talk about the Mets in here. I'm wow. proud of myself. I'm We've talked more Mets right now this past two weeks in this 35 seconds than we had because he just doesn't even want to address it. He still watches. He still groans. He still pounds the, the table and screams a little bit. But once the microphone is on, I've gotten him to rec- recognize the fact that nobody cares, <laughs> which is good. But it's like but Major League Baseball, you got a couple of good stories, right? Max Muncie here in Los Angeles hitting a ton of home runs from obscurity. You got the the Yankees and their power brokers. What's going on in the meltdown in Washington? Boston's a great story. But beyond that, you're grasping at straws, right? A little Shohei Otani coming back, but that's not the same. It's lost its luster because the Angels are in fourth place. So it doesn't. It was fun when they were battling and, at top, and then now they've 
sunk back to the back of the pack. It doesn't matter. And he's now just a hitter. It was cool when he was going, you know, he was pitching and hitting. No, that's just it. We need the 100-mile-an-hour fastball because that's really where his value is. You could find any guy to go hit 20 home runs. That doesn't matter. You you need a guy that can pitch and throw triple digits uh, as he was doing. But but the point being, football's still off the radar. We've got a couple of stories that we sprinkle in tonight that are fun and, and a little bit off the beaten path. They're in the dead time. Just don't get arrested. Stay out of trouble type of, of scenario here. The NHL, nobody talks about. The World Cup, as much as we love the World Cup, how deep how deep a dive can you do on a nightly basis? And we, and we love it here. Where do we find it, Alex? Olé, 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 olé. Watch olé. every second of the World Cup on Fox and FS1. Wow. And take it with you on J- Fox Sports Go. Jason Smith, the voice of the World Cup. I would have never imagined that. So there you go. I mean, we're into the quarterfinals, so a lot of fun. It resumes again tomorrow, and, and we'll hammer down on that. I mean, we've seen some crazy stuff. we got a good FIFA World Cup story coming up for you next hour, which you're going to love uh, the ID gate that's going on. But with Kawhi Leonard, uh, it just – every little rumor – and a piece of conjecture becomes a much more amplified thing, right? Adrian Wojnarowski explained that, well, Leonard's not as interested going to the Clippers now as he was, now that LeBron James with the Lakers. He doesn't want to compete with the Lakers. That's the, that's the rumor. I, was like, I thought the, Laker, uh, the Clippers were the better spot for him, given the personality. And Dan Beyer, uh, in last night, he's a Bucks fan, and he was happy to hear what Giannis Antetokounmpo had to say when he joined Colin Coward of like, hey, I'm a middle city guy and middle city. He's got a bigger personality than he's given himself credit for, and that's fine. But if he's happy being in Milwaukee, he's happy being in Milwaukee. Kawhi Leonard, for whatever we know of him, it seems that that's the same type of guy we have, which means joining LeBron's circus isn't necessarily something he'd want to do. But being a guy on the second team, the Clippers, makes more sense. But given this, now maybe it's Woj speaking it into existence for off of his sources. but. We're still in that, just throw it up against the wall sure. because he's the last big domino to fall, right? We could talk about Lillard trades and all these wonderful scenarios, but at at present, the Kawhi Leonard doesn't like people, and we talk about we'll get in more Jimmy Butler later on as well because that's the other star of that same magnitude. Not doesn't burn quite but, as brightly for the media side as it does for basketball pundits. Oh, yeah, no, and I think right now the Jimmy Butler rumors are still in kind of the incubation stage. I mean, I think it just came out probably within the last 36 hours or so. Kawhi is the one kind of game changer that we feel pretty certain is going to switch teams between now and the start of next season. I'm still not sold it's going to happen because of uh, you know what the what the Spurs are asking of certain teams, specifically the Lakers. But the point being is that yeah, all the the whole basketball world is focused on Kawhi. But it goes back to what we were saying: is what do you know about him? And then, by the way, I would add this, Mike: if you're a team that's looking to trade for him, and you start to hear stuff like this, and the the relationship is so fractured, as you said, he's been in San Antonio for well over half a decade, six, seven, eight years, and the relationship is so fractured that he's literally hiding from personnel. That, you can't feel good if you're the 76ers trying to bring him in for a year and convince him to stay long term. No, but that's it. You're trying to wonder where his head is because certainly you're not getting anything outward. But you're still wondering what's going on with the quad. Yes. Like, we have no Great clarity point. there. As much as we've joked going all the way to back to last Friday about the the suspect meniscus tear of Lonzo oh, Ball, yeah. Jason and I took that Friday, and now it's become the hottest story in the world again day after. 
the 4th of July. So this now is a big deal. But even then, it was big baller brand saying, hey, leave him alone. Don't trade him. LeBron's coming. Or somebody's coming. Uh, so we want to stay here in L.A. They, at least there, you've, you've got something to go with. You know, we knew he's, his leg wasn't right. We know he got yoked all of a sudden. So I want to raise my hand as to what the hell was he was doing in the gym to suddenly become Hugh Jackman Ooh. training for Wolverine and all. Wow. Or maybe okay. Mike Bibby. Wow. Mike Bibby-esque wow. Uh, along in that process. But for Kawhi Leonard, we have no idea where that leg is, right? If he was so – how much do we take out of this report as they wouldn't let team officials see him? Is that leg worse? Is it better? Yeah. Or is it the buyer beware? I'll say this is that uh, I host regularly on Saturdays with Arnie Spanier, and we came on probably about – 24 hours or so after the initial Kawhi wants to be traded to the Lakers report first came out about three weeks ago. And it seemed like a done deal. My partner, Arnie Spanier, you know, he's one for a little hyperbole. Hey, Laker fans! He 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 was uh, he was already planning the parade route down Sepulveda here in Los Angeles. Zero! Oh, God. Uh, I'm having flashbacks. I thought, I, you know, you don't want to talk Mets because Jason's not here. I don't need to be talking about, but anyways... <laughs> But so the the but the number of twists that this story has taken from that initial thing of he's only going to the Lakers to, well, maybe the Clippers, well, maybe the 76ers, well, how healthy is he? Well, now he's hiding from the Spurs. It's just incredible in a two, three week, two or three week period, how many different twists this story has taken. It's a beautiful thing, a good narrative that's going through the summer. Yes. Some light reading uh, <laughs> as you get to the beaches and recover from the 4th of July. We thank you. For taking a few minutes with us here inside the Geico Studios, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Aaron Torres in for Jason tonight. Coming up next, we do dive out to the National Football League and a little bit of chicanery, a little bit of subterfuge and craziness involving the PED policy and how you could save your own bacon. That's next on Fox. Greetings. Welcome back in the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason is off this evening, as we come to you from the Geico Studios, you hear him in the morning with Doug Gottlieb on the Dan Patrick Show this week. He'll be back in his regular chair come Monday night, unless I keep him out of the studio, to never hear about Sam Darnold or the Jets again. Uh, but we have Aaron Torres in his stead. Find him on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me at Swollen Dome. Fun and excitement in the National Football League in its dead period, right? The the only thing you're waiting to see is arrest records and. So far, coming out of the 4th of July holiday, the commissioner's office has to feel good. Doesn't look like they have anything pending. I was going to say, all everyone's fingers appear to be intact. Yeah, they did. You saw Jason Pierre-Paul had his public service announcement went viral uh, yesterday, making sure people remember what happened to him. Uh, and a couple of days ago, they cleared some of the backlog of suspensions. And that's what leads us here. According to Pro Football Talk, there is a policy in place related to reviews of the performance-enhancing drug policy that has, well, a snitching caveat to it. How about this? The NFL Management Council may, prior to the conclusion of a player's appeal, reduce the length of the suspension and corresponding bonus forfeiture by up to 50% when the player has provided full and complete assistance, including in hearing testimony if required to the management council, which results in the finding of an additional violation of the policy by another player, coach, trainer, or other person subject to this policy, the policy states. So if you're popped 
and you become the rat. Again, I watched NYPD Blue. All yeah. those terms are back, yeah, you buddy. Did, you sure We're going to hang out at the bodega, and then they're going to snatch you up and, and make you squeal, uh, put you under the bright lights, that suddenly your four game becomes two. And I have to wonder with some of these two games suspension, did these guys all sing on somebody? Because remember, the policy was always four games. If they're only getting two games, did they rat somebody else in the locker room out? Well, that was my first reaction was if somebody just gets popped for something completely unexpected, uh, is that to assume that somebody kind of turned them in? Uh, I have a lot of questions about this policy. Oh, yeah. No, it swirls off into a, and spirals into a hundred other things, right? Because as you're sweating a guy out in the chair and reading <laughs> him, you know, what he may be guilty of, what's to say he doesn't start offering other things that the league might find against its conduct policy? Not related to PEDs, point. but he finds himself in another room talking to another guy who's the the judge, jury, executioner, or at least the one taking the notes for that part of things, and suddenly we're going into, all right, we need your phones, we need this, we need that, because you violated all of these other policies and procedures, and I think we all know in the NFL we've seen some pretty dark days in terms of player conduct, executive conduct in some regards, some coaches that have all found themselves on the wrong side of the commissioner's desk and their their front offices, that it becomes – much bigger deal than just the PED policy. But even then, in a league where we presume usage is a lot higher than we're ever going to get in terms of of the testing results, right? Guys know when they're going to be tested, which is why whenever uh, someone gets popped for marijuana, most former pros and a lot of the current pros just say, come on, man, how dumb can you be? You know exactly (laughs) when they're coming for you, and you still got popped because you didn't care. And then you're in the system, and now it becomes a much bigger ordeal. Likewise, performance-enhancing drugs, we have a handful. Okay, probably two handfuls on a yearly basis. We can go find the actual counts. But do you remember mass quantities of guys getting busted? No. With the number of players in the National Football League, 53-plus, that's the active roster, plus all the guys that are hanging around, plus practice squad, whatever else, you're telling me that's that small a percentage that have something coursing through their veins? Nobody's buying it. So if you start going down the road of, hey, I'm going to rat somebody out, your name's going to be mud pretty fast. And in a league with no guaranteed contracts and three-and-a-half-year careers, I think guys would be very concerned about the washout probability if they start singing like a canary well and that's what that was kind of my also my other initial reaction is that while this is an intriguing story brought out by pro football talk i learned something by reading it uh i can't imagine the rate is that high of guys turning in other guys for all the reasons that you mentioned but i mean football above every other sport i mean it's about the code of the locker room and and you know these 53 guys were up uh, we're against the world and and i guess in theory you could be ratting on guys from other teams, other players, other they say coaches, trainers, you can turn those guys in too. But to me, uh, while this is an interesting story, I just can't imagine the rate is that high just because I, I do feel like it's kind of the ethos of the NFL is that, you know, we're in this together. Uh, it's not the name on the back of the jersey. It's the name on the front of the jersey. So I, I would love to, uh, you know, I would love to get the uh, top secret emails in Roger Goodell's uh, inbox that, that indicate how many guys have actually taken advantage of this rule. Just amazing that it's part of the policy. I that agree. That this comes to light, right? That, that you have, by the way, in addition to getting sweated out for whatever you may have taken, and in the Julian Edelman case, it became interesting because he tried to go, not that 
what he took was necessarily banned, and it's an unknown substance as of this this time at 828 Pacific on Thursday, but that it was the technicality in terms of how the paperwork was processed through the league. An interesting attempt. Obviously, the end around didn't work because as we've learned time and time again, if the NFL wants you suspended, they will take you to court and drag it out until they beat you into submission. See Tom Brady and Deflategate. Never anything proven. The league obviously didn't care because they're they're not taking measurements on the footballs and releasing them to public consumption. There's, quote, spot checking, which I don't even know if that's legitimately happening. But it became such a big deal that they wanted to prove a point. And eventually Brady, whatever, it's four games he didn't get beat up and was fresher for the back end of the season. But they make their point time and again that the commissioner has negotiated in the by the Bunko Players Association reps and Demora Smith that they gave the commissioner complete power a long time ago and they found the wrong commissioner to mess with because he's happy to use it. Yeah, absolutely. This is just, I don't know, it, it, it's a really fascinating story to me, but I just, I don't know, I just, I, I, I feel like it's one of those, yeah, I, I, I'm with you though in the sense that maybe it's time to pull this one from the rule book because one, I don't think too many guys are taking advantage of this little clause, but then two, it just makes, I don't want to say it makes the league look bad, but I mean, come on, like, like to encourage this kind of behavior, I don't know that it's a very good thing. And to your point, how many guys are really getting caught because how many guys over the course of a season are actually getting suspended for PDs? Yeah, I think for the, the policy of having it in place, I think you could spin it pretty easily of we want to wipe it out. So here's an inducement. So here's... When you make, you make the drug testing tougher then, not tell that guys when, when you're coming, what days, what You would time? think, but again, it's all in the collective bargaining, and they win all True. the other times. True. And with marijuana becoming more accepted and becoming legalized in more and more states, that's a, that's a fight that they're not going to put up much longer, mm-hmm. that eventually it'll be on the books uh, and, and they'll let it go and, and move on. But for now, it becomes the, all right, if there is an epidemic, yeah. In a locker room, perhaps this is a way when you do find someone that's willing to to t- talk out of class, even if it's against another team, that yeah. perhaps you can nip it in the bud and, and go and figure out how to eradicate that if, and make sure that that doesn't become another big stain on the league. Yeah, and that that was kind of a, a thought that I had when I saw this story is I don't I, I doubt it's happening within the context of a locker room. But, I mean, I could see, the scenario where I could see it happen is I'm the 315-pound offensive tackle that, quote-unquote, does it the right way. And to your point, Mike, I mean, how many guys in the NFL are actually, quote-unquote, doing it the right way? But I know I'm going up against the DN that maybe he was on my team last year or a few years ago, and I know there's something funky, and I know he's going to bull rush me all Sunday long. That's the scenario where I could see the guy going to the league, but... I don't know, maybe. Or the high-priced veteran afraid of losing his job. Great I mean, point. there's a lot of scenarios where you could see where this could be an incentive. But again, the the locker room code and just what we know, talking to NFL players. Look, each one of them is its own business. Yep. So at some point, you gotta you know protect your own. It, it's in a personal. It's just business. See, we got a New Jack City reference in just 31 minutes <laughs> there we go. into the show tonight. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Mike Harmon. It's the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here from the Geico Studios. Coming up in one minute, our buddy Bill Plaschke from the LA Time and ESPN's Around the Horn stops by to talk all things well, LeBron, Kawhi, 
rumor, conjecture, speculation. I know he loves talking about the Ball family. But first, we step out to the award-winning update anchor. Hi. Tom Looney, finished flexing his biceps <laughs> and ready to tell you all about what's trending in today's sporting universe. That's right. Baseball game of the night was supposed to be in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, with they, oh, oh, yeah, time. baby. Uh, where they cold filter their beer, Miller Park, two of the best teams in baseball. Well, it wasn't the best game of the night, but uh, Brewers, Beachwood A's, the Braves, 7-2. to two. Best game of the night was actually Marlins and Nationals in D.C. Swing a line drive left field, deep, going back on it, way back, Dietrich to the wall. It's gone! It's a grand slam for Trey Turner. The Nationals lead improbably. They were down 9-0. It's now 10-9. Pesky Nats Radio Network providing us with a call. Washington gets up off the canvas for a dramatic win. Nationals reel in the Marlins 14-12. Biggest comeback win in the magnificent history of the Washington Nationals. A couple other finals. A Rangers tamed the Tigers 7-5. Twins clipped the Orioles 5-2. Astros walked off the White Sox 4-3. For games in progress, you can just check out FoxSports.com. And now more high testosterone sports talk with a little HGH throw in and a dab of clear, a dab of cream. Mike Harmon and Aaron Torres on Fox Sports Radio. The road to swole is real, Looney. That's right, damn it. I need every advantage I am going to get. My testosterone level so high, my nose is running. And there you have it. Looney will be back in a little bit. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. So go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. It is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Arman. Jason off tonight. Aaron Torres in his stead. Now we go to the hotline. Bring on friend of the show, Bill Plasky. LA Times. You hear the ABBA in the background. Only a couple more weeks until the movie premieres. I know Bill's ready for that. We'll be dancing in the aisles together. What's going on, buddy? I was at the at the uh, original Mamma Mia. I went and saw the movie. I was the only male in the theater. <laughs> That's I what my it. my uncle always used to tell me when he'd take my aunt to uh, see Neil Diamond. Yeah, or Tom Jones. You know what? I, 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 I had a chance to go see Tom Jones, and I blew it the other day. I'm, I'm a big Tom Jones fan, too. Oh, I saw a couple of clips of that. We're making it making its round. Still, uh, still bringing the pipes in while the panties are still dropping. Let me tell you. Well, you know what? I almost, I almost didn't come on the show today. I, I was going to claim I had a torn meniscus, and I didn't want to <laughs> be a part of this. Oh, Bill, oh, too soon, there. too Bill, soon. Bill, go all the way there. back. You know, I love the piece bro. of advice you just gave the people looking for young reporters. Find out what's lurking in the shadows. Uh, if I can uh, summarize what you're saying, you know, we brought it up on Friday as the story broke, raising our hands going, what the hell is this right before well, I, a trade deadline yeah, and free I wrote, agency? I wrote about it in the LA times and it's since gathered, it's starting to gather a little steam. It's clear. I mean, the bottom line is, do you trust anything from the ball, the big baller brand? Do you trust anything, any of the way they do business? The answer is of course, no. So this would lead one to believe that, that this story was leaked was was obviously leaked by his as I wrote in the LA Times it was leaked by his people it had to be because the Lakers wouldn't confirm it they wouldn't even confirm the injury and they do confirm injury they're transparent like that they the guys hurt they're going to say it they wouldn't confirm the injury and the timing of it was so suspicious that a number one a I wonder if he really has one frankly if he, if he has a tournament because we haven't had no confirmation of that yet and b you wonder how bad it is and c you just it's clear. They were worried he was going to get traded out to me. They were worried he was going to get traded away. You know, what they don't realize is nobody really wants this guy. Right? <laughs> yes. That's, that's kind of lost in the shuffle, right? 
That was my first thought with that story. Let me kind of switch gears to another story that came up with the Lakers today. Mike and I haven't really hit on it yet, but but ESPN reporting that that all of these moves that have been made post-LeBron uh, were all kind of quote-unquote part of the plan, part of the process. It felt like a little PR spin to me. Where do you stand on this being the new way to build around LeBron with guys like Rajon Rondo, Lance Stevenson, JaVale McGee? Well, I think what happened was, I think, uh, obviously, LeBron had to have some say in this. I can't imagine before he even signed the contract, they'd make a move, right? He hadn't signed the contract yet till to, uh, until tomorrow. So I can't imagine they would make a move without his approval. But I just think he's, if this is what he thinks, obviously, he wants guys who are versatile, who can allow him to post up more, who can, you know, allow him to play inside more, uh, who, who can help, help him defend better. I understand all that. I don't think he understands what it's like to play out here, and this is this is crazy town out here. And the 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 fact that these guys, the three guys they got, are so are such you know so nuts that that that's, that that that'll be expounded in L.A. That they'll just play up to that in L.A. And everything Lance Stevenson does is going to be hugely blown up. Everything JaVale McGee does is going to be hugely blown up. You know, everything Roger Rondo, if he and and he doesn't, I don't think making these moves, they understand maybe on a basketball level, it makes some sense on a locker room level. It makes no sense. And on a Luke Walton level, it makes absolutely no sense. Heaven help Luke Walton dealing with all this stuff. So I think again, I'm by, I mean, I can buy that LeBron's approved it. I can't buy that LeBron has any understanding as brilliant as he is and as great basketball IQ as he has. He's never played in the market before. He understands what this could do to the locker room and to the, to the whole climate of the team. Jason Smith's show with Mike Harmon. Aaron Torres in for Jason Smith. On the hotline with us, Bill Plaschke, L.A. Times columnist, ESPN's Around the Horn. Follow him on Twitter at Bill Plaschke. Uh, something he tweeted out, a column that he wrote about the, well, circus around LeBron. You can get him uh, waxing poetically uh, about that. And poetically, that's, that, that's a good word for it. Thank you, sir. There you go, buddy. You know, I'm all about building you up because we got to get our, our song and verse ready. Uh, to to go down to this movie, uh, so you know, let's get those words out now. Uh, but the LeBron, not that he said it, Bill, but the the talk of he and Magic Johnson of how this doesn't have to be a one year and they can build this over time. And and again, owing to the 2019 free agency class and what have you, I go one. I, I get the low block to a degree, but this is a guy that after J.R. Smith went and acted the fool allegedly, and we still have no confirmation, punched the wall that made him wear a soft cast you know, in his exit interview to say, hey, look how hurt I am and what I give for you all. I can't believe this is now a guy three weeks later that says, you know what, if I get another title, great. I just want to build a team eventually, and this is how it works with a bunch of spare parts. Well, I don't think he's saying, hopefully he's not saying if I get another title, great. I think, I don't know what he's saying or what he's meaning, but I know what the people of L.A. are thinking you got one year, pal. Okay, LeBron, you got one year to build it up, but you got you signed a three year deal, a three year you know minimum deal. The championship has to be won in those three years, in my opinion. A championship's got to be won, or it's been a failure. And I think that's the that's people. He's going to get a pass for a year because people think that you know if if they have the space to add Kawhi next summer, they got space next summer. Just getting him. Remember, they haven't been in the playoffs in five years, so just get back to the playoffs, win around. Be competitive with Houston or Golden State in the second round. There, handle you know handle your business that way, and then the next year add the pieces next summer. 
and then compete for a championship. I think that's people or LA are giving him that kind of sort of quote unquote pass, but that pass doesn't extend beyond that. And I, and I, and I'm, yeah, I think what you're saying is if he says it's okay to build, it ain't okay just to build. You gotta be, I mean, you've got to complete the project before you leave here. Well, and to piggyback on what Mike just said, that's what the expectation is from Lakers fans. But I I think I'm with Mike in the sense that, you know, LeBron is a guy that the second he got to Cleveland, Andrew Wiggins had to go for Kevin Love. Two weeks into the season, they traded Deion Waiters. It just doesn't strike me that he's the kind of guy that's willing to – he's saying all the right things right now, but what you've seen, how long do you think it happens before LeBron actually grows impatient with his surrounding cast? Well, that's a good – you make make a good point, I would say to to you, and given his history, he'd blow this thing up right now. And given his history, Mm -hmm. he would demand that they trade for Kawhi right now. But – he signed a four a four year deal with an option for the fourth year. So why did he do that? He never gave Cleveland that kind of kind of respect. Sure. He never gave that to Dan Gilbert. So you wonder if maybe he's told himself, I'm coming. And also the fact that he came here the day two days after Paul George said he wasn't coming here. I mean LeBron came here alone. Why would he come here alone unless he was willing to give it a year? So I got to think that maybe he wants to, you know, finish his career here and he thinks that they can win, but he, he's resigned to the fact that it's not going to happen right away. I got to think that. But you guys could be right. And if, if this thing gets blown up in the next month or so, you are right. But I just think, why would he sign a three-year deal? If Why would he give them all that? You know, he could do it. They'd let him do whatever he wanted to out here. Sure. So I think, I think if he thought he was going to win right away, he would make it a one and one, and he didn't do that. So the pressure, I, th- I think, I think maybe he's realistic. He wants to play in LA. It's a combination of he wants to win again, but he wants to play in LA, and this is the best way for him to to, to kind of combine those two desires. There you go. Two things uh, on the on the way out here, Bill. Number one, I don't know if you saw the as yet de- to be determined home opener opponent. Uh, you're getting is four seventy five for the nosebleeds. Uh, but the other, what do you make of the? Who they play? Wait a minute. Who we don't they, know yet. That's they have the, the schedule, have they? No, that's the beauty of it. You're just rolling oh the God. dice that it's oh somewhat of use to you. Uh, you could cheer yeah. them though. But imagine. But you got a press is. pass, so you're feeling pretty good. Well, here's but, the question: I've asked people before on the show. It's if 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 the Dodgers, as a columnist in LA, the LA Times, what do I do if the Dodgers are in the NLDS yeah. up up to nothing against the? Phillies, no, they're afraid or, they're never going to see you again. Open, yeah, I know. I'm afraid I'll never see them again. But yeah, it's, it's, his opening night will be the biggest thing that's happened here in sports. Well, we had a Game Seven of the World Series last year, so I'm not going to go that far. But it's the biggest thing that's happened to the Lakers since 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 Kobe's retirement, for sure. Fantastic stuff with our buddy Bill Plasky. Hey, next week we could say where's Waldo or where's Kawhi Leonard hiding. We'll get into oh that next, God. buddy. In the shadow. Look for stories in the shadows or in the shadows of the torn meniscus. Look for stories right there. <laughs> My guy, Bill Plasky, thanks for jumping on, buddy. Thanks, Bill. We'll see you at Bill Plasky on Twitter, LA Times, and around the horn. Coming up next, what if you had a pool party and an NBA superstar showed up? Yeah, that happened over the 4th of July. We'll tell you about it next. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. Who, me? Yeah. Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith's show with Mike Harmon. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Great news. Just a quick way you can save money. You can switch to Geico. Go to geico.com and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Aaron Torres in for Jason Smith tonight. Find him on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. Covering the college basketball world like a blanket. The NBA. Watching some sizzling summer league action tonight as we get ready for, well, Vegas next week. Yay. Grayson Allen is back, baby. Back in the headlines, at least. Well, he gets a headline tonight, getting into a little bit of a tussle with Trey Young. 
uh, had his headlines his first outing, and they were none of them were good after a miserable shooting effort that made you think back to all of the bad sitcoms and films of our our time. And I reference it all the time: the Philip Seymour Hoffman and Along Came Polly yelling, "Make it rain, rain man!" and it's just clank. Uh, clank off the iron backboard. See, I thought when you said makes you think back, you were going to say to the Oklahoma season where he basically did the exact same thing. Well, they, yeah, certainly during the second half of the year, there was a lot more of that. I, there was some operational efficiency early on. I, I, I watch a lot of college basketball. It was tough. And then what was even tougher was people on Twitter trying to explain to me how he shot 19 for 43, but it wasn't his fault that they lost. It's not a bad 19 for 43. Maybe it was like 14 for 43. It, it, no, he, no. He shot like no, 28%. No, no, the, the, shot. Point, the point was that he was shooting the ball 43 times. That yes. usually doesn't end well for for most teams when a guy's got to take on that kind of work. I was going to say, ask Russell Westbrook the final game of this Yeah, season. there you go. Yeah. Yep, yep, Paul George returned. Playoff P, baby. He's back three for 16 in a deciding game. You're making a lot of money. Good times for everybody. Coming up in about 10 minutes from now, we'll talk about the untouchables. The people saying... You want, we'll take Kawhi off your hands, but this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy cannot be touched. Boston raising their hands and showing you a bunch of images of guys that just, just keep moving. Don't even look here. We'll get into that 10 minutes from now. But this might be my favorite story uh, out of coming out of July 4th. And I know uh, there was a great helicopter video of all the illegal fireworks being shot off across the greater Los Angeles area. It's the first time that we've looked at stuff from a helicopter that didn't involve a high-speed chase for Alex Tyshirt, executive producer Eric Roberts and myself. Normally we're going, hey, Tim Conway Jr. off KFI here in Los Angeles is saying, go to KCAL 9, there's a chase on. And that's where we get our chopper cam going on. It's a staple of the show here. I'm sure you're not aware of Aaron, but uh, if there's a high-speed chase, we are sure to put it on all four screens. We'll keep an eye out. Maybe we'll get a motorcycle chase. Our favorite of all time was a woman who uh, was in a high-speed chase and then stopped the car to let out a pack of dogs. Okay, speaking of obscure... You're just trying to run right past that one. No, 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 no. (laughs) I was going to say, speaking of obscure stories, did you see the bear in my neck of the woods, Altadena, that broke into a house? Wait, Fadina? That broke into a house, knocked over a margarita, drank the margarita, then went and sat in the pool. That happened. That was a good move. The the, the video was yeah. You, was so you saw st- stellar. See if, if that was on right now, that's something I would want to watch. You watch it on a loop. Go ahead. See okay. if that computer's strong enough to do that on a loop. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Yes, the man who probably well we all agree should have been rookie of the year because yes. of the fraudulent voting world that allowed Ben Simmons to be a professional for a year but then still win an award in the end, whatever. It's a marketing ploy. It's an extra 50 bucks for each signature. No, no, no. That's absolutely true. Uh, For every signature that he had, it could have been ROI. Doesn't get to do it. Uh, He went out on Twitter yesterday and said, hey, where's the barbecue at Salt Lake? Might just pull up. Happy 4th. And then people replied saying, come on over. And you know what? He did. He shows up and hangs out and you see him in the pool from the shot that was there, and it looks like they're just hanging out. People are standing around the side of the pool like, wow, he showed up. He's got a little basketball in his hand, so they're throwing, shooting. It's like, that'd be the coolest thing. Here, just firing back and offering yourself to the community, to your people. That's the way you win 
a fan base and sell some more jerseys, Aaron Torres. Yeah, well, it was cool because I saw the tweet in real time, and it just struck me as you wouldn't tweet that out if you weren't planning on going somewhere. By the way, kind of a nice uh, bring this hour full circle. We talk about how Kawhi was literally hiding from Spurs officials when they visited him in in, uh, New York all the way to Donovan Mitchell showing up at Jazz fans' homes on 4th of July. I think he got outshot in the pool. I'd love to see what the drinking game was flowing out of that. Think he could be the Rookie of the Year? Well, he should have been Rookie of the Year. Maybe they taunted him with that, and maybe it got ugly really fast. Coming up next, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Aaron Torres in for Jason. We get into Kawhi Leonard from another angle, the untouchables, and why? On Fox. Greetings, hour two of the show, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. Aaron Torres is in for Jason Smith this evening at Aaron underscore Torres on Twitter is where you can find him dominating alongside Arnie Spaniard on the weekend. Yes. No question about it. And keeping him in line uh, as he tries to incite, well, the fervor of Laker fans on a regular basis. There's no question. Is that a kind way to put it? He tries to incite everyone from Laker fans to pretty much every fan base that gets discussed to his producers to his co-host. Arnie is uh he's uh he's one of a kind. He's uh, an equal opportunity agitator is what you're trying to say. Yeah, so you're a big uh you're a big uh what's the word here? pop culture guy. Yeah. So you remember the movie Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield? Well, sure. Remember when Thornton they- Mellon, no question about it. Okay, so they sit in the the class, the lecture led by Sam Kinison. And Sam Kinison goes yelling and screaming about who knows what. And Rodney Dangerfield and his son walk out of class. And Rodney Dangerfield says, that man, he is very passionate about what I have no idea. And that's basically working with Arnie Spaniard. Well, Mr. Helper. Very passionate about what I have no idea. But I love him. He's a a fun guy to work with. But there you have it. Keep you entertained for a couple hours each Week, it's good to see you here. You and I, uh, we we launch every year. We do some work together around the start of summer league and free agency. So only appropriate. We were watching the Trey Young and and uh, little Grayson Allen, and then afterwards, Grayson Allen stood and and calmly signed autographs for an awful lot of people after that game was over. So some fun stuff. Getting into a bit of a tussle, which means they'll get some headlines out of it, which is good for business. And good for the NBA to say, hey, Summer League's still going. You thought free agency was over when LeBron signed. No, 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 no. We got more news and more entertainment for you. I was going to say the Harmon Torres Summer League recap, forget the Masters. That is a tradition unlike any other. Uh, And it is amazing, by the way. You and I were in studio the night that Lonzo Ball debuted last year. Yeah. So much uh, acclaim. And here he is a year later, allegedly potentially faking an injury so he can stay in Los Angeles. It really is a fun, wacky news cycle that we've had. If you look over the past year and you pull back what the Lakers were trying to put together and obviously drafting in the numbers two slot again, hoping this was the one that would stick uh, and watching them slug through the regular season. They come away with 35 wins, which I think was an overachievement in some capacity for Luke Walton. Got Julius Randle to play. Of course, contract years usually help sure. to uh, coax guys into their best, but it took a benching and it took an attitude adjustment to get to that. Lonzo Ball missing 30 games of the season with the knee. How much of that was operation shutdown to make sure you stayed 
lottery contentious and, sure. and, and being able to, to get the draft pick that you had, uh, you know, for all those trade considerations and, and what have you. But you look at with, with Lonzo Ball, just how much of his game, there's things to like sure. that you saw in those 50 games, and there's things that you say, this guy was the number two pick. When you look at his jump shot, when you look at the free throw shooting, and then obviously now you got the knee and then the specter of his dad and what he brings to the table through it all. Yeah, and it's amazing because obviously, look, there there were some massive overachievers in this rookie class, most notably the guy we just talked about last hour, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, but Lonzo as a rookie averaged 10.7 assists, 7 rebounds. That's a pretty good rookie year. Now, does it quite live up to the expectation that his father placed on him, who said that he would lead the Lakers to the playoffs? No, but there's still a lot to like. And I will say this, and it's something I'm sure throughout the night we'll talk about, but uh, we just talked about the potential that maybe this injury report has been leaked. But I feel like if I was an NBA team, there's a lot of teams that could use Lonzo Ball on their roster, but I also understand the Lakers potentially being ready to move off of him with the addition of LeBron James and kind of moving in a different direction. I'm just saying, I don't think he's this colossal, you know, he'll never do anything in the NBA the way that some people are trying to spin this story. No, I, th- I think there's there's certainly talent. And, you know, you go through the stats, and, and we always take it with a grain of salt when you're on a mediocre to bad team as to what those box score finishes yeah. really mean sure. when it's all said and done, particularly when you go into the just base metrics of how well can you shoot the basketball. Not well. And he can't shoot the ball well uh, from anywhere on the court. Uh, and the free throw line is, is, is a problem. But certainly the, what, 36% from the field is, is what's going to be the most concerning. Good passer, solid defensively yeah. most of the time. They're obviously, he's a rookie, so you're going to have lapses. But, again, when, when you're looking going forward, looking for that game to transcend and get to the next level. But the problem is there's so much of a sideshow. Yo, man, how many organizations are willing to absorb that if they're trying to contend? Now, there's oh, there's man. a number of NBA teams where I think it's we'll get some attention. Oh, that, come on that, over. That was my thought. Come yeah. on over. You know, we'll we'll take Lavar. You want to bring the other Ball brothers to just hang out and do color commentary? <laughs> well, they can do that too. Well, I was gonna say the scary thing is you talk about the sideshow. I actually thought, outside of the first couple weeks of the season and the last couple weeks of the season. LeVar was basically a non-factor. He was in Lithuania with his other two kids. No, and, that was a help. He should have stayed. <laughs> well, you're not the only person. A lot of people. And, and I, certainly with this latest report, again, we were jumped on it back on Friday, Jason and I just calling shenanigans immediately, okay. that the timing was just absolutely nonsense. Well, and I was going to say, though, is that you got, I don't want to say a best case with LeVar, with LeVar, but, I mean, he really was a non-factor mm-hmm. from about December until April. And so, and I think that's one of the biggest reasons why the Lakers are ready to move off of him because it's like, this guy's back. He's doing every interview as he's always does. We saw the the comments today about Rajon Rondo and all that stuff, but that's why you're ready to move off him. But yeah, I do agree with you. I, look, obviously uh, a, a legitimate team that has legitimate aspirations, probably not training for Lonzo Ball, but I'll tell you what, the Orlando Magic, the Charlotte Hornets, uh, there are a lot of teams out there that could do a lot worse. The Brooklyn Nets than adding this guy who I still think has potential, and he certainly has uh, star power as far as drawing in audiences. Solid player. Would love to see if he's going to say things to his old man that are going to get out in the media, and that's kind of what I feel like he's 
The puppet I don't master. Think he does it. I don't think he does. I don't. No, I don't... But, but no, but that's the, he's not an outward speaking guy, right? No. When you watch him do an interview, he well, says nothing. I, I just he, don't think he's ever had an original thought in his life, and he just lets his dad speak for him. Okay, well, like, that, that, that's see, I wasn't going to quite take the guy down that far, but I mean, I, I, I look at it more of, hey, we're having dinner, and now I'm going to talk about what's going yeah. on in my day, and now dad's got his next speaking points for when he shows up on CNN. What the hell's he doing on CNN? Well, okay, by, by the way, just throwing that out. Well, you know, you well, want to interview him on any sports show, have had it. Now he's in the middle of CNN. Hey, let's talk about what's going on in the Lakers, and now I'm going to throw up and, and talk about the, you know, the little well, backup. That, that, and that was the funny part, though, was because he was on with Chris Cuomo again, and he would, like, <sighs> like LeVar chopped that guy down uh, in the worst way possible the first time that they did the interview. I can't remember what what was he saying, something about – uh, uh, he was making fun of his name, and I don't understand. Oh, your name. I, yeah, yeah, no, I remember that one. And that was the guy that he was on last night. Now they're now they're best friends. I will say this is somebody who spent a lot of time around Lavar in his uh, formative years. Lavar, the, <laughs> the, the 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 early Lavar stages. He is a very engaging personality, and once you get to know him, uh, even if you got to call uh call him out on his bluffs, he is pretty easy to like, as seen by Chris Cuomo, who. Uh, like I said, Lavar made fun of ruthlessly in the first appearance, and now he's apparently a regular on CNN. Yeah, and in the in the end, it, you're looking for ratings, you're looking for entertainment. You know anything related to LeBron James right now? Whatever inside information you have, or if you want to go against it, as with Lonzo Ball and and making sure to say, hey, he's still here. Lavar Ball moves the needle. So certainly, if you're you're looking for ratings and for folks well, uh, from a different different uh, maybe demographic than you normally get for your show, and I, this was going to bring it to it. And I was going to say one last thing we can move off LeVar is that whatever you think about LeVar, he will be quotable. And there are not nearly enough people in sports that are, forget going to say what's really on their mind, but give you a quote to run with, and that's certainly what LeVar does. No question about it. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go ahead and give visit. Geico.com, get yourself a free rate quote. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Aaron Torres in for Jason Smith. At Aaron underscore Torres on Twitter is where you find him. At Swollen Dome uh, is where you can get hold of me. Now, we talk a lot about Kawhi Leonard, a lot of questions of where he'll end up. Talk about the Clippers, the Lakers, and should they go and, and give the Kings ransom. We actually talked ransom with Mel Gibson a little bit. Uh, on the show as well. I mean, there's all sorts of pop culture references that we can run through in terms of what the Spurs allegedly want in return for Kawhi Leonard. We go to Philadelphia, which seems like they're in the position of go figure this out. And Markel Foltz was a guy that on draft night allegedly was being offered to anybody that wanted him, yeah. you know, for to try to get back into the top fives. Like, you want to fix his shot? Take him. He's your guy. Uh, and and we can get into all of the the lost year for him, but when you've got Embiid, you've got Simmons, who still doesn't even want to take a jump shot, let alone make one, uh, but still fantastic in all sort of other aspects. You got two guys with injury histories. It seems like you'd go get that extra piece. You bring Reddick back to make a push, but Boston being the other team, given their wealth of assets, not only on rostered players but draft choices. Uh, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, we keep saying that name because he seems to know everything. Uh, I wonder if he has a crystal ball somewhere in here. Uh, but Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, 
allegedly the five players that are, quote, off limits in trade discussions for Kawhi Leonard. Now, Irving's an interesting one just based on some of the recent stories out there of him wanting to hang out with Jimmy Butler, maybe in New York, maybe yeah. out here in Los Angeles, maybe somewhere uh, other than Boston. But to have five players as untouchable, it's still just fun to yeah. me watching these dominoes and watching the reports of trying to figure out exactly what we have in Kawhi Leonard. We talked about it a little bit yeah. last hour in terms of the injury and where his head is, not only related to playing basketball this year, right? How sa- how salty is he with San Antonio? We've got reports, but we haven't heard directly from his mouth. Again, well, his mouth there. was, I want to be traded. That's a pretty telltale sign that things are not going well. Well, but did we hear him say it? Is it, but, I mean, but, it, but it always goes, because a guy could say that, and then they keep waving a big novelty $219 million check, and suddenly maybe things can, can be uh, alleviated. Maybe he can be made to feel a little bit more wanted. We saw Popovich do it with LaMarcus Aldridge when he wanted out of town last year. Maybe things are beyond repair, and, and Tony Parker saying, I've been hurt worse than you, get over yourself, yeah. didn't help things. Tony Parker also rumored to be going to a couple of non-contenders, uh, potentially in free agency as well. But for Kawhi Leonard, you know, what does he want? Where's his headspace? And where's the quad at? Well, Which is my biggest question in all of this. Well, and it and I think that last part is important to tie back in this story because you talk about, I get the idea that if you're Philly, you don't want to trade Ben Simmons, you don't want to trade Joel Embiid. But Markel Fultz, like the guy the guy that, 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 I mean, that guy, you're not willing to trade that guy. And then the Celtics, I get that that you want to keep this core together. They make the Eastern Conference Finals without their two stars. But we're talking about, this is the part that's amazing to me. We're talking about Kawhi Leonard. I mean, this isn't just a good player. This isn't just an all-star caliber player. Two-time All-NBA first team, MVP runner-up in 2016. This guy is next level to next level to next level. I mean, we're, we're talking about him as potentially the third best player in the league behind LeBron and Kevin Durant. And so I think it speaks to two things, Mike. One is what you just said. I think everyone is kind of freaked out by this quad injury. And then two, I think everyone's afraid about, can we build that relationship to convince him to stay long-term? Hearing this today really kind of hammered home the point. I think we are I think we're further away from a, a, a Kawhi transaction actually happening than being closer to it. No, that's it. Everybody asking for the moon and certainly for the Celtics saying, well, we'll give you with the spare parts. You're not getting yeah. the core here. And so some of the guys that weren't listed in this coming out and saying, hey, what about me? Yep. So you got some angry, angry guys there trying to question their value in the entire process. But I agree. I, I think going forward, maybe that chasm's a little bit bigger in terms of being able to execute an easy trade based on the swirling questions and really trying to figure out what Kawhi's all about. And the report today of hiding, and we'll get back into this next hour, uh, uh, hiding away from Spurs officials and being lured to a safe house or panic room or whatever you want to throw out there. Uh, And yeah, yeah, just maybe the broom closet was all it took, uh, the janitorial, that he just stayed away from the Spurs officials. That may speak loudest of all should that rumor be proven to be true coming up next on the show the jason smith show with mike Armour from the geico studios aaron torres in for jason smith remember trying to buy beer with a fake id or maybe getting into the hottest club how about going to a big sporting match 
But, yeah, we'll talk about that. It's World Cup time on Fox. Greetings. Welcome back in the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here from the Geico Studios. Aaron Torres in for Jason Smith tonight. Find him on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Tomorrow, you can find the next stage begins of the World Cup. Where can they find it, Alex? Watch every second of the World Cup on Fox and FS1. Take it with you on the run on Fox Sports Go as you travel about on your holiday weekend. Jason Smith, the voice of the World Cup. I love it. We just have Alex is in a little bit of a groove tonight on a Thursday uh, because it's sun's out, gun's out. It's going to be 137 degrees here. I thought it was 152, they said. It might be. Uh, Hell has come to the Southern California region, let me tell you. Uh, Hydrate, everybody. I was sweating in AC, Mike. How did that make you feel? Not too good, actually. I'm scared tomorrow I'm in Riverside, too, so uh, wish me luck. All right. For those that want to map it uh, across the country, we appreciate you listening for a few minutes here on Fox Sports Radio. You want to come visit Tyshirt, map to Riverside, and find your way. But for those going to the World Cup this weekend, well, here's a juicy little bit of what's been going on. This coming out of the New York Times. The badge of honor. Yes, the badge procured by fans called the Fan ID, the innovation introduced at the World Cup. Well, that's as valuable as the ticket itself. You can't get into the World Cup Stadium without one. Gives you the perks to getting around the stadium. Here's the thing, is that that instead of a ticket has been enough to get people around. Now, it gives the, there's there's two parts to this story. There's one, just the background of what it does. It gives World Cup organized security officials the ability to track the location of said fan as they move about during the tournament and provide information to the authorities after they've finished their registration process. Makes sense. So I'm saying, hey, I'm going to keep this for the rest of my life. This is cool. It's a fun thing. But as they're logged by the Russians' communication ministry under the set of agreements with FIFA, they say that they gave dates of birth, passport numbers, phone numbers, emails, home addresses, all these things that are strictly confidential. Over a 1.6 million fan IDs have been doled out all the way through, um, well, you got Sepp Blatter, the former president of FIFA. Uh, Putin himself is wearing one and so on and, and go on the, on the way. They were able to find a Rodrigo Vincentini who was wanted by authorities in Brazil for two years on robbing a post office. So there are some implications and some effects to be had out of this. Yes. Yeah, no, I was going to say that one is, a. I mean, I get that you want to kind of keep people safe and all that stuff. And look, I'm glad we caught a criminal. Streets are safer. I'm I'm thrilled. It's a little weird to me. And one, you you laid out all the prerequisites. It's one thing if they have like your name and date of birth, but home address? Do do we really need the home address to get into a World Cup game? Is that is that really what Well, we- and being monitored by Russian police and Russian officials, which is a whole other international well, that's thing sa- that's going on here, right? But that's what I'm saying is, yeah. is if we're just arguing that the Russians want to know, the Russian uh, ministry here wants to know who's coming in and out of these stadiums, are they safe? That's fine. But the home address and telephone number and email address, that feels a little bit weird to me. A little bit invasive, huh? Uh, just a little bit. Yeah. How about this? So he was watching 
Brazil against Costa Rica when Russian security officials pounced on him. They'd cross-checked the Interpol wanted list with fan ID information, arrested him as he was leaving the stadium, and he was currently, as of the writing of this article, was awaiting extradition to Brazil. Now, the other thing that's happening here is that people are taking that information, right? It's the basic passport, ticket number, booking reference at all, is that people are able to get the ticket number from a previous game it's sufficient enough to apply t- for a fan ID and then get into the next round's oh. game. So they're looking out for this next round's game against Sweden on Saturday to see if there's a sudden surge of English fans to where they're going to have to police it. Uh, and we use that term properly here. Uh, it's been a, tr- a trust system thus far, and that's what's going on in all different message boards as these are being exchanged for for British pounds and, and people are making a mint in this, that they were able to get these fan IDs successfully and there's all the conditions of getting in and out, but they report that they've been able to get in to the games across Russia without having to show a valid ticket. Well, that's what I was going to say. Whatever happened to the old, you get in the stadium with a ticket policy. I mean, that. Well, that, but as soon that, as you go to the smartphone, as we've done in so many, right? Because everybody wants to go paperless because you want to think of the environment, I which never is all funny. But that's the push. There are a lot of venues now where you can't have anything but a P, if, but, if but I, your phone. If I showed up and they said, we do not take paper tickets, and then the online ticket was invalid. Those those Russian police better be ready to arrest me, too. Look at you. Challenging the Russian authorities. Aaron yeah, Torres yeah, guess, ready to take I, one for I the guess, team I guess for I us here on Fox Sports I, Radio. We'll see how I, he's treated. Get that GoFundMe. Go fund yourself account started right now to send say, Torres to Russia. We've got time. Well, first of all, if you guys, in the face, whoa! If you guys are gonna send me to Russia, I'm not gonna turn down that opportunity. You know, for the good of the company. I mean, you know, Jason Smith is the voice of the World Cup. So I feel like it's the least that we could do. I feel like we should promote him again. Watch every second of the World Cup on Fox and FS1. Take it with you on the run on Fox Sports Go as you travel perhaps to Russia to see the quarterfinal games. But I think you're right, though. I I, I did put up a big stink about this this ticketless uh, situation. I don't know that if I was in – I meant more like if I was at Dodger Stadium and they wouldn't accept – a paperless ticket, and then they wouldn't let me in because of That's fraud. far less intriguing because well, now that, you're just going to Dodger fake jail. Well, that's what I'm saying. As, is, I, as opposed to what might happen to you in Russia. That well, was far more interesting. I was willing to help fund that. I would have taken a couple of bucks out of my pocket. Okay. Dodger fake send, jail? No. Send me to Russia. We'll get it all squared away there. But no, I mean, <laughs> that was kind of my point, though, is that it, I wasn't talking about if I was in Russia because, yeah, I mean, I'm going to do what I can to stay out of Russian jail. I'm just saying – uh, I, I am pro paper paper ticket, and if that makes me an anti environmentalist, if that means that I hate the Mother Earth, so be it. I'm not getting to that gate and dealing with any fraud nonsense. That's that's all. That's the only point I was trying. Well, to make. you also want a nice shiny happy souvenir. Yeah. Printing it out off your phone after the fact is not exciting. Not which same. is why I do like those those things they have at at Staples Center here in Los Angeles, where you can go print the commemorative ticket yeah. if you bought on StubHub or another secondary marketplace where you can go get your your print out off your phones i was gonna say yeah one ticket thought really quick as 15 we, bucks by the way oh is it really oh well, yeah they're not giving that. it for free great point no i thought it was interesting last hour we had bill plashke you mentioned that the get-in price for the lakers yeah. season opener we don't still know the opponent yet 
is 475. It was that was 525, right? That's what I was gonna yeah. say. The day LeBron signed, it was over 500. I think people are losing faith in Magic in LeBron and GM LeBron to put together a competitive team around him. I we don't we'll get back to basketball, but I'm just saying. Early, I thought that was interesting. To well, me. early surge pricing, though, right? People wanted to see if they could maximize their profitability. Oh, sure. And as we get closer to the season, whether people are at it or not, the fever's there. Right now, they're spending money on their barbecues, Aaron. Yeah, well, they're spending and beer. That's true. That's and the true. sword of uh, the sword from hell. You know, like we talked about it I, yesterday. You can find that on my Twitter account on at Swollen Dome. I was gonna say, you know what? They're not spending it on. Lance Stevenson jerseys. I'm sorry. I I will get to magic in a minute, but I I think this is all one big cop out of of oh this is just how we're building the team and these are the kind of guys that we want. I mean, unless you're the Pacers, nobody really wants Lance Stevenson. Let's be honest here. We'll get into that. The changes and everything afoot here in Los Angeles beyond LeBron James. But first. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Spitz Show with Mike Harmon, brought to you by Dell. Why wait until November for Black Friday savings when you can score big in July? Dell's Black Friday and July sales event is back, and it's bigger than ever. Get incredible deals on the very latest PCs and gaming laptops with Intel Core processors and free shipping on everything. That's right, free shipping on everything. Plus, don't miss an amazing selection of electronics and accessories. For huge deals, call 800 by dell It's their best Black Friday in July ever, but it won't last all summer. So visit dell.com slash Black Friday or call 800 by dell today. We'll get into the changing optics of this Laker lineup, all those veterans, a whole lot of crazy and more. And who better to set that up? Our buddy Tom Looney, the award-winning hey, update anchor. Hey, hi. To give us a little bit of love and transparency of what's going on in this sporting universe today. Right. How are you, buddy? Well, we have a gaggle of Major League Baseball games tonight. Really, the baseball game of the night was supposed to be in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You got the time. Miller Park, two of the best teams in baseball, the Braves and the Brewers. Jolie's Chassin pitched a gem for Milwaukee. Never heard of him. I know. And he gave up three hits over seven innings. Brewers Beachwood age the Braves 7-2, to two, but that wasn't the best game of the night. Best game, wildest game, Marlins and Nationals in D.C. 1-2. Swing a line drive, left field, deep, going back on it, way back, Dietrich to the wall, it's gone! It's a grand slam for Trey Turner! The Nationals lead improbably! They were down 9-0, it's now 10-9! The pesky Nats Radio Network providing us with a call. Washington gets up off the canvas! A dramatic win. Nationals reel in the Marlins 14-12. Biggest comeback win in the magnificent history of the Washington Nationals. Uh, three other finals. Rangers tamed the Tigers 7-5. Big dingers from Joey Gallo and Ronald Guzman were the difference for Texas. Pitcher Aaron Sleggers had his first major league win ever. He's a pitcher for Minnesota. Twins clipped the Orioles 5-2. And Astros walked off the White Sox 4-3. Yuli Gurriel's RBI single did the trick in the bottom of the ninth for Houston. And we now... Continue with LeBron Watch with Mike Harmon and Aaron Torres on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks, Looney. I know you're a big Laker honk, so yes. this is right in your wheel. Laker apologist. You'll find me quite often saying... I'm so sorry. <laughs> quite often. Got to activate that media pass again? That's, oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Yes. I know it's a little dusty. Well, I know <laughs> after five or six years of not being around there, they might I not know, recognize I'm you. I play lead guitar on the bandwagon. God. Oh, I almost swore there. Whoa, oh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> family show. Wow, Slide over baby hour begins in another 26 okay. minutes. We'll get to you then. All right. Thank you, Looney.
No, not anymore. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon. Aaron Torres is in for the ride today. Jason Smith doing mornings this week alongside Doug Gottlieb on the Dan Patrick show. Go to Fox Sports Radio on your iTunes. Go download the podcast. Go all the way back to Monday, the Kobe Bryant interview. If you haven't heard it by now, Doug got his buddy Kobe to come on. They broke it all down, talked Mamba, Copter, and everything else. You got good stuff from him on the building of this team. And Kobe sounding more corporate than any ex-player, even Magic Johnson, who's already wearing the suit. Really? Check that out. Good audio, good 11, 12 minutes. I had a good time. Kobe in a different frame of mind than what we – I mean, I wanted him to still keep spitting daggers, saying don't come on my team, which is what it seemed like he was trying to do about two weeks ago. Yeah. But now it's, hey, your family, Rob Palenka, his guy, sure. and maybe eventually, you know, a um, bloodless coup and a takeover by oh. Kobe Bryant. Not, not from Palenka, but just overall, as much oh. as he likes Jeannie Buss, that perhaps at some point – he wants to get his arm into this whole management and well, ownership deal as much as he tried to push Doug and Jason away from that. Well, I was going to say, I mean, the the story for years has been, would he ever overtake Magic as the most beloved on-court Laker? Maybe he's setting himself up to take over for Magic off the court. How about that? Well, Magic, at least for the moment, has delivered LeBron. LeBron James coming to town. We all know the particulars. We all know the pageantry, the celebration. Although here... Uh, and I've done a number of, of interviews this week in other markets talking about Baltimore. I, I did one in Australia, which Ooh, was kind of cool. You're huge. Uh, yeah, that Australia. was fun. Yeah, I went international. So I'm going to put that pin up on the board. Done Mr. a few Worldwide. in the past, but it's been a while. I was going to say, they call Pitbull Mr. Worldwide? No, no, no. no. Mike Harmon. If only Mr. I could Worldwide. rock that suit and oh. you know, wear a glove. Well, you know what? He LeBron was copying Pitbull what? by putting the glove on and the, or the soft cast, right? Because, I mean, he wears the rider gloves all the time, and then, like, the driver gloves. Is that not Pitbull's look, that and sunglasses, no matter where he goes? Am I Mike, wrong? Michael Jackson's old I think glove. that's right. No, you're right, and that's about a pretty accurate that statement. That sounds about right, and a white suit pretty much all the time, and pretending it, the rest of the world is Miami. Yeah, I was going to say, every every the theme of every song is the 305. Dale. Well, that's okay. A lot of Dale. What, whatever on. works, right? If, it, if that's going to keep printing cash. But, Have at it. Well, you've overtaken his throne as Mr. Worldwide. That well, was the I'm moral working, of the story. Working on it, buddy. Working on it. But part of it was, well, what's the excitement level of LeBron? I'm like, it's actually kind of muted. Yes. It was about 24 hours of excitement. Then it became the, all right, what's next? What else you got for me? And then it was Lance Stevenson. Then it was Rondo. And then you got JaVale McGee sandwich in there. And you're looking around going, what else you got? What else you got? And I think that's what the greater Los Angeles area is like. And they're trying to slow play it. And right now LeBron's on a yacht, so he's not commenting and not his team isn't putting it out there. We've got all these swirling rumors and we've got superstars getting active on social media. We'll get into that yeah. about 20 minutes from now. Uh, because one in particular linked to the, the Lakers doing a little bit of, uh, well, he's, he's clicking a, a lot of new, uh, new friends. Let's, let's call it that for now. But the reshifting and, and shaping of this team, the long, slow play as it's been presented, at least in the media. Nobody's saying it directly. Magic did Wednesday before free agency started of it's not all done in one year. 
conveniently forgetting that he'd been in the job more than a year yeah. in that process. And that's fine. But they deliver the big fish in LeBron James, and now you start looking around. And even Kobe Bryant in the interview that I mentioned, download it on iTunes, give it five stars. I will walk coast to coast and give you hugs if, if you do so. Uh, is that talking about LeBron and extending the career, and it's something we've talked about, I think, for a while, but to hear you know, an, an ex-legend say this as well. He's always a legend. You know what I mean. Uh, to say, hey, the career gets extended down on the low block, so you start to shift there. For me, it's it's still, and I brought it up with Bill Plasky earlier, Aaron, is the shift in mentality that is trying to be sold, at least from what Magic said oh, yeah. on Wednesday into the weekend of, well, we're going to reform the team, and that's where his place is going to be. He doesn't need to have the ball, and it'll work down there. But going back to a guy that one month ago was punching walls and losing his mind on every possession because he was so hungry for that last bit of glory in Cleveland for that title. They get swept two of the games. One they should have won. One they could have won. And then, well, we've got the series and the balance of what it is. But to tell me a month later, he's okay with slowing it down, that that, hey, urgency to win number four, the urgency to ascend, and maybe in the Western Conference, we had a muddled mess between three and ten anyway. So maybe that's enough to you think with him in there that you could push all the way past some of these other teams. But it strikes me as odd, incongruous, and disingenuous to try to sell to Laker fans in this juncture. I'm with you, and this was my thing. Uh, I obviously wasn't on air with you and Jason, but something that we discussed on our show, I feel like, one, J.R. Smith got a disproportional amount of blame for that game one loss. I mean, even if he goes up with that shot right away, there's no guarantee it goes in and that they they win. But I bring that up to say, for all the flack that J.R. Smith got, we realize Lance Stevenson and JaVale McGee are basically just West Coast J.R. Smith now, right? Like, like, yeah. like, like not the highest basketball IQ, uh, you know, not the, the best awareness. But to me, what, what I thought was interesting was the, the report that came out today from ESPN was this idea that someone outside of LeBron needs to be a playmaker, which in theory makes sense. But here's the problem. One, Lance Stevenson isn't making plays for anybody but Lance Stevenson. But two, to make plays, to be a playmaker, you got to set up other people. And I don't care how good Rajon Rondo is. I don't even care if Lance Stevenson is willing to distribute the ball. If you don't have guys that can knock down those shots, it doesn't matter how good the playmaking is if the play is not finished. So uh, it was an interesting article from ESPN. It felt a little spinish to me from the the Lakers uh, brass as a way to kind of explain these signings. I understand the one-year deals, keep it short-term, but I'm with you. One, I don't don't buy this new LeBron, and two, it'll be interesting to see once the season starts if if he keeps this uh, serenity now uh, zen thing that he's got going on at this particular moment. Well, as we know, that ends with insanity later. We certainly have a roster replete uh, with guys with spotty histories. Uh, in that regard, now, I would have loved to seen Boogie Cousins come in there to add a little bit more to the reality yes. show, but let's call it what it is. There was no point in bringing him in because you need warm bodies and guys that can contribute see, today. See, I disagree with that. I, not not disagree with you. No, go ahead. I disagree with the concept of that because— But how about, how about we, we hold okay. this over? Okay, let's, let's take it. it. Take it to break. 
We'll, we'll come back five minutes from now. We continue this conversation here. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Aaron Torres in for Jason Smith. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Welcome back in the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Coming to you from the Geico Studios. Our buddy Aaron Torres hanging out with us here. Jason Smith is off tonight. He'll be back on tomorrow with Doug Gottlieb. They're doing the Dan Patrick show this week. He'll be back in his normal space uh, singing to you and telling you all about his week that was as well. He, I mean, he, he hasn't even waved to say hi to either me or Ty shirt. I mean, I think both of us are feeling a little sad about that unless we're not. Uh, so Aaron Torres is in with us at Aaron underscore Torres on Twitter. Find me over at swollen dome. So we have the building of this LeBron LeBron roster here in Los Angeles and the cavalcade of stars. I joked saying I'd like DeMarcus Cousins to join in with Rondo and Stevenson and JaVale McGee because obviously Shaq's going to want to clown on McGee, although he gets to hold up a ring uh, and say, look, I got one. I'm coming for you. But the DeMarcus Cousins signing with Golden State for $5.3 million had everybody losing their mind. Oh, it's just not fair. It's too much. All right, he's a lot of crazy. We already saw some problems with the Warriors. Maybe he keeps them interested over the 82 games as to what he's doing in the locker room. And he may not be ready till January or February anyway. So there's, there's a lot to it, which is one of the reasons why the Lakers not signing him didn't really strike me as odd, seeing as, again, this was my assumption that they wanted to win now because I'm not buying into this I'm whole slow you. play crap that they keep trying to sell. If we got him for four years or at least three, that that's fine. He's getting older. He's played a lot of many, many a weary mile to go, oh, brother, where art thou on you? And the fact is he's still chasing these ghosts. And now there's a lot of ghosts he's chasing around Staples Center up in those banners and in the guy in the front office at Magic Johnson. They could drink all the expensive wine they want and hang out and talk about the meaning of life. That's great. But he's still trying to get to that ring total. He's still trying to get to Kobe Bryant, et cetera. And don't try to tell me for a second that that's suddenly not important to him mm-hmm. after he's lived and died that for 15 years in the National Basketball Association. So DeMarcus Cousin not coming there was a guy they couldn't count on right away. And certainly when he comes back, you don't know what kind of shape a big man's in coming off an Achilles. Mm-hmm. And adding that much more crazy to what you're already doing with your locker room seemed a bit much. Yeah, I, I just, I don't, I, I get I, another one that I get the concept, but one, at a, you, you are still trying to make the playoffs, and you will make the playoffs because you have LeBron. Now, obviously, what you do once you get there is a different story because you're not in the East anymore, but I, I, I find it hard to believe that they're willing to take on Lance. They're willing to take on JaVale. And I get that those guys will be ready to start the year. But it's not like Rajon Rondo has a stellar track record of playing all 82 games every single season. You only care about him when he's playoff Rondo. We celebrate so, playoff Rondo so here then why don't, in the Geico Studios. So then why don't – so if all you care about is Rondo in the playoffs, which I think is accurate, why don't you just care about DeMarcus Cousins in the playoffs? I'll say this. Because he's never been there. We don't know what he does. <laughs> I mean, he's a twenty-five and thirteen guy. I mean, I'm just saying, if if you know that that you're gonna get to the playoffs, and I think you're right, Mike, that you you sign Rajon Rondo not for November, December, January, but for April, hopefully May, 
in theory, June. Well, but a guy that you're trying to a yeah. use as, use as one of those coach on the court kind of things, as much as he may be a, a little off at times and cause some problems, and, and we can go through his history and do that. But he's also a guy that's been through the wars, and that yeah. and that's one of the things I think was the valuable part of this that maybe you can impart a little bit more to the young guys of this is how you yeah. go and do it. Rajon Rondo does not strike me as the guy that's going to throw Oh, I'm not saying he no, I'm not Lonzo saying he has he does that le- legitimately at all, especially with the old man calling him out as the little just backup. Just a little backup. <laughs> yeah, just a little backup. Our friend Lavar. Um yeah, I just I just think if you're I mean the whole thing is going to build over the course of the off or over the course of the season, excuse me. And I just think you're you're getting those guys for what they can bring, not only during the regular season, but in theory during the postseason. Lance Stevenson, Rajon Rondo. So why I just don't understand why you wouldn't get DeMarcus Cousins. Now, that's very clearly their decision-making. I just don't know that I necessarily agree with it. I think it comes down to uh, what did LeBron James want Yes, is really all it, all it really matters. So he's got the stamp of approval. It might right. actually have his initials. Yeah. Might have a picture of him throwing chalk at people. Well, I don't know. I was going to say, I don't know, and, and I get if you're Magic Johnson, you kind of have to do this with LeBron. I don't know that I want GM LeBron uh, working in cahoots with me if I'm Magic Johnson or Rob Palenka. Well, in the end, it's he'll be the, the fall guy, right? It's going to fall on LeBron if it fails, sure. right? Because you and can't touch Magic. To. No matter what happens, Magic's Teflon. He he is no because even sure. the magic hour in hindsight wasn't a no. I, there you I go. You were just I can't even. Sell it. I can't even do it. I can't even sell it. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Arm and Aaron Torres, in for Jason Smith. Coming up next, Todd Gurley says, "Look out for a strike on Fox." Locked and loaded with your final hour of the program, the slide over baby hour here, at the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Aaron Torres in for Jason Smith this evening. Listen to Jason, 6 to 9 Pacific, alongside Doug Gottlieb as they do the Dan Patrick Show. You can hear Aaron on the weekend hanging out with Arnie Spanier, the stinking genius. Your time. What time is your... uh, We are on... I I should know the schedule by now. It's a pop quiz that they give me every now and again. It is... We are on 8 to 10 Pacific, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, which works out really well. Like last week last we were call? on. Yeah, well, no. do, well, I always tell my friends when you get in that Uber to go home, tell your uh, Uber driver either Fox Sports Radio if you don't have a local affiliate, pull it up on iHeart. But it's a fun shift. A uh, lot of games ending. We were on in the middle of free agency sure. last week, so good show overall. Chaos ensues. Find him on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me over at Swollen Dome as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Coming up in 15 minutes, we have some social media activity for one NBA superstar and another who went hiding when his team officials went to find him during his injury recovery. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Left turns all around as we go through this wacky NBA offseason. We'll get into that 15 minutes from now. But the story of the NFL, quiet time, guys out having their last vacations in between OTAs. Maybe they got their playbooks. Maybe they got it handed to them by their coaches. Go back and work on X, Y, Z. Either way, guys trying to stay out of trouble, right? It's that time of year where they say, well, you know, what are you looking for these final six weeks? Nobody in the police blotter. That they all show up at the end of July. Ironically, just during the break, I was mentioning to the guys, I won't name names, 
but I was at a, an adult entertainment establishment uh, for a bachelor party. Saw a big-time NFL player there. But he was staying out of trouble. He was in the corner doing his own thing. But I'm, I'm just sharing. I'm just it's, it's reiterating your point. It's called playing off of each other. No, that's, that's good. Works. No, I, well, I thought there was some more juicy details that I, were going to come out of there in terms of I, expenditures, entourage, well, um, here, et cetera. Yeah, no, I, I – I mean, it is a slide over baby hour, so you have a little bit more leeway as to where you're going to go. That's right. Pop that champagne. Yeah. I'll just say – let me just put it to you this way. The reason it came up was because that night there was not only this prominent NFL player that will remain nameless that might be in Los Angeles training uh, – during this offseason, but also uh, a musician, a rapper, uh, who may have released a single tonight that is uh, currently trending on Twitter. So that was how the whole conversation came up. But it it gets to the point that I'm trying to make of guys staying out of trouble. He was in the corner doing his own thing. Let's see. Uh, Beast Mode 2. Yeah, when you figure out who did that. Grayson Allen. No, he was on the court tonight wrestling with Trey Young. I wasn't at the adult entertainment establishment tonight. Hashtag what I love about most about myself. That's a long list for me personally, but no, it's it's all good. I mean, you gotta look in the mirror and say I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and gosh darn it, uh, a couple of folks on Twitter don't like me very much, but that's okay. Uh, at Swole Dome, at Aaron underscore Torres is where you find him. But talking about the NFL, we're in that 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 time of year. Just you you feel it coming. You bought your preview magazines, or you've seen them on the newsstands. For college football aficionados, maybe you got your 900 page Phil Steele book, and you're ready mm-hmm. to start pouring through all the no. Too, right. Phil Steele is too much, and I he's a great at what he does, and he works hard. I feel like I'm reading hieroglyphics when I read that magazine. Oh no! Once you once you get it down, see that's I the key. But you I don't gotta, have to get anything no, down. But the, no, but that's the point. Is you got to invest the time in terms of how the the book is situated, and then it reads like you're you're back to Curious George and I some just, of the hop on pop. I want simplicity, easy words, depth charts, stuff like that. Phil Steele, I feel like uh, you need like an advanced. Uh, trigonometry to Yeah, but if you to... rip out one page, you're an expert on that team in their five-year history. I don't care about... You do radio for much. a living now, Aaron Torres. I do. Ponder it a little bit. All right. I'm trying to help you. All right. I'll think about it. I, I, I watch the games. You can tell games. me to That's beat enough. it, too. No, no. I, I, I get it. It's all good. I was just trying to you know, evangelize to the masses in terms of getting your information. Maybe you win a couple of bar bets along the way so that last call isn't on your tab. But last call on... About uh, every day, they should be tuning into Fox Sports Radio. They can hear you and Jason Monday through Friday. They can hear me and Arnie on Saturday. There you go. We flow into each other. Uh, final hour of the program. Ben Maller coming up in an hour. I believe he has Clipper Daryl coming on to the show really? tonight. Who's making the rounds. We just saw him on NBA TV. You know, little tangential thing before we get back into the NFL. Uh, Clipper Daryl, uh, by the name, it says everything. He's a guy in the two-color suit, almost like he's Harvey Dent in the in the Batman world of Two-Face. Uh, Put up the photoshopped him in it. Yeah. Batman. Thank you, Mayor Garcetti. The idea that he was then wearing the purple and gold, saying he'd flipped over because LeBron James called. He'll be on later with Ben Mallard to talk about this latest development because Kyle Kuzma called him out. Oh, so now this controversy. Is be, yeah, no, a controversy reigns. You can find some of the answers on Twitter, but you know what? It makes for better radio, better tease to say that he'll be on with Ben. And Ben doesn't do guests, so this is a big deal. Friend of the show, Clipper Dale, he's been on with us before. We've yelled at him, and he's yelled back. Uh, he still wants Doc Rivers fired, but that's for another time. Todd Gurley, 
who had himself a monster year for fantasy purposes, will be one of your top selections. You're going to have to go all in if you're in an auction draft, if you want to have his services. He started talking about the NFL contract situation and just the overall labor world, especially in the wake of massive piles of cash lining up for NBA free agents. Yes, we know about the big guys. Go look at some of the lower tier, middle tier guys. They're all raking in fat cash, fast, fat stacks as well. Todd Gurley weighing in earlier this week. Hey, Todd, man, do NFL players all deserve guaranteed contracts? Do you think everybody should get one? Yes. Yeah. What do you think it would take to actually get the league to uh, turn around like, and do that? Lockout. Lockout a couple years. Okay. Well, that's nice and simple and, and easily said and done. Here's what gets interesting whenever you get into these labor disputes in, in sports and when you look at your union. And for the NFL, uh, I have been the guy – if Looney's the leader of the Laker bandwagon coming out and dusting off his press pass, uh, I've been wearing it on my chest for a long while of going up against what the NFL's Players Association have argued in collective bargaining and in the multiple failures through the years. Here's another day off. Great. We didn't get this, 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 or the other 97 things that are probably more important than that extra day off during training camp. You're looking at a league predicated on short-term deals with a big signing bonus and an average lifespan of three to four years. If that, Which means trying to get all these guys to agree to anything of sitting out time and that clock ticking as the next wave of college players are are sharpening their games and getting trained up to come take their jobs, that they're going to sit out at any portion of the year at all and leave themselves exposed to the the owners to perhaps dispose of them a little bit faster, to me is a bad proposition. I like it in theory. And I think, you know, he goes to lockout instead of striking. So we have a a, a bit of of a wordplay here as to the owners fighting. I don't think that the union's strong enough to hold out to make that happen again at this juncture. There's too big uh, a slice of the pie sitting there that gets lost for any of those weeks that they miss in the regular season. Well, yeah, and we've seen that in other sports, obviously most notably the NBA when uh, I forget if, if frankly, if it was a lock or a strikeout in 99, but guys literally running out of money because they don't know how to budget. Uh, Hey, we make a lot of money, but we spend a lot of money. There you go, Patrick Ewing. Yeah. And it was all about did, strip clubs. Did he, how about that? Did he Did he really say no, that? That was we, his quote. Wow, I don't even remember that. Oh, no, it's one of the great audio clips of – I mean, that's <laughs> better than practice, in my opinion. That's better than I gotta, Allen Iverson. I, I mean, that's good. I Jim Mora might be a little bit better. Maybe. Uh-oh. Pressure. Maybe, maybe Pressure. that takes you, you a little bit – So close. Uh, and Dennis Green comes over the top of the mall. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you, you've got an, an escalator. But then – Patrick Ewing is the one that, I mean, it's a bit of an outlier. Okay, go ahead. Well, I'll start off by saying this. Do not blame that game on the defense, okay? I don't care who you play. It's a bit long. Whether it's a high school team, a junior college team, a college team, much less an NFL team. When you turn the ball over five times, four interceptions, one for a touchdown, three others in field position to set up touchdowns, you ain't going to beat anybody I just talked about. Anybody. All right. And that was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. 
We gave them the friggin' game. In my opinion, that sucked. What's that? That's pretty good. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. See, that's a good long lead to the to the money clip. In today's NFL, they'd be raising their hand, going, "What? You threw the game? Well, that's you can't, I, you can't that's put that I line heard. in. You can't throw that line in, no matter what. You 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 See, just can't." I had never heard the extended version, and that was my. Th- that, oh yeah, that was my the thought. The exactly. remix through the game. I feel yeah, like that'd be that'd be a, in in the post Tim Donahue world that we live in. I know it's a different sport. You you can't be saying stuff like we threw the game. Um, but by the way, I did some research today because that's what Look I did. Look Professional. Thirteen point six billion dollars was how much the NFL uh made in profit off all their uh you know all the TV contracts and stuff like that. So you're saying. You don't think we can get a little bit more for the little guy, for the non-Aaron Rodgers, the non-whoever the other guys I'm, are? I'm saying you're going to have to convince all of these superstars that they're going to lead the charge. And yes. I don't think in a league, again, predicated as it is on the short term, and we've seen it even with the trying to provide benefits and relief to guys that went before. Sure. There's no consideration of how the game was built. And and to some degree that becomes the, Hey, you negotiated a bad deal. That's on you. you. Yeah. And now I'm working out for me and I'm not really worried about the guy that's coming down the pipeline 10 years from now. I'm looking at the here and now, and I got to get mine, which means your considerations are going to be a lot different as you go. And if you don't think that you're going to be the one to chiefly benefit from a sit down right now, you're less likely to try to lead the charge to do it. Yeah, and that's something that always comes up, and and I, I forget what the issue was, but there was something that came up a few years ago. It might have been uh, guaranteed contracts, but and somebody suggested, well, you know, until Aaron Rodgers or until Tom Brady, one of those guys, sits out, it's never going to make a difference. And I do think it's fair because you're asking the guys that benefit from the system to sacrifice for all those other little guys, and it's it's just tough to see it happening. I, I mean, I. In in theory, I'm with you. In theory, I would like to see these guys get more guaranteed money. I think the points that both uh, t- not only Todd Gurley brought up, but Eric Winston, who obviously is in charge of the Players Union, he's brought this up multiple times. Russell Okung brought it up this weekend. Is most violent game, most serious injuries, shortest career span. It should be given more, but it's like you said, Mike. When you go to the bargaining table, you got this, this, and this. It's hard to get that guaranteed money as well when we know that the owners don't want to give it up. No, and that and that's the the biggest part of it is you've got so many. They're each their own personal company. It's like we watch yep. with the NBA free agency, and, and they're independent operators sure. trying to build their own brands and businesses through social media, through their connections to Hollywood. You know, as one of the big things with LeBron James here and his production company, or when Kevin Durant decides to stay in Silicon Valley. He's made friends in a lot of the big internet companies, and he's put a lot of money back into those communities and and, and going through and and making that part of of the overall portfolio as opposed to just being a basketball player, a football player. For the NFL, you're you're talking about a lot more bodies, right? It's not 15 on a roster. We're talking 53 active that you've got such a, a... disconnect between what those top earners are and the guys that are rank and file churn and burn back of roster or veterans that are now hitting that point where they're six, seven years in, they're now 
exposed tremendously because their cap hit becomes that much more prohibitive. You know, you're in the benefits and all those other things start ratcheting up to where it's easier to go draft a guy in the fourth round yeah. and hope you can develop and make him serviceable. Well, so for Aaron Rodgers and all those guys that are in the $20 million club, I, I, we use him as he waits on his next deal, yeah. but the quarterbacks and the higher played or higher paid skill position guys, your speed rushers, what have you, unless they all band together yeah. to, to say, hey, these the rest of this needs to be propped up and threatened to sit, it, it doesn't have any momentum at all. Yeah, and I'd just be curious if there's a way, and I I don't know how it is. I'm I'm no capologist, if you will. Nicely done. Thank you so much. Uh, I have no idea. Obviously, like you said, there's so many guys that at the end of the day are frankly expendable. I mean, how many guys do the New England Patriots go through every single year? They get off the scrap heap. They turn into all pro, or not all pro, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Look at the look in the numbers and yeah. how do they fit? Sure. Serviceable players. So. But is there a way to get that middle-tier guy a little bit more guaranteed money? I guess that's on the job of an agent, not necessarily the players' union and all that. But it's just an interesting topic, and it's something that's not going to go away as multiple people now are saying that we should expect some kind of work stoppage when the, when, when this CBA is up. As Until Woj says it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Very true. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Mike Harmon, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next, get thee to a safe house. Hide from your bosses. That's like George Costanza building a little place where he can take a nap and maybe read some periodicals. It's a slide over baby hour. We could talk about that. That's coming up next. What does one NBA superstar do to avoid his team? Madness ensues. The rumors keep getting better in this silly season. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon continues on Fox Sports Radio. This program brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Last year, over 3 million drivers switched to Progressive. Call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visit Progressive.com today and find out if you could save. Welcome back in. Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. This particular song, Part of a $100 million lawsuit. You can look it up online. Go check it out. Some juicy legalese going on in the music business. If you don't like a guy named Ed Sheeran, he may have no money by the time Marvin Gaye's family uh, gets done with him. But you can go check that out. Uh, I was actually giving a little musical legal lesson to my daughters about all the cases uh, where guys have had to pay out. And let's just say guys like Vanilla Ice and, and others, they're happy paying out the money because that meant they had a hit. Yeah. They're not suing you unless the, the song made some cash. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Well, I, I would assume Vanilla Ice at this point, and I, I, I'd be lying if I said I, I really know what he's been up to. I feel like I've seen him on a reality TV show of some sort, but I'm pretty sure any chance that he can get uh, to make a couple bucks off of what was ultimately you know one song that he- No, he had, a, he had a good run. I mean, you yeah. remember the Ninja Rap? I, it was a little before my time. I, oh, I, see, conveniently now, the rest of his catalog is before your time. But you can slam on Ice Ice that, Baby. How dare you? I didn't know there was a rest of the catalog. I thought the catalog was one song. No, oh, no, no, no. There's more. Okay. Wait, there's more. Let's let's go on all, all the way through. I mean, you're, you're talking about... There you go. Hit it. He's in a bunch of movies. He's definitely... He was definitely on some kind of celebrity rehab. Well, no, he's been on a ton of that stuff. I wasn't, I certainly wasn't dismissing that, but yeah, no, he had his own movie. 
All right, I've I've played that funky music. I mean, White boy, Kyrie it's a Irving party. got his own movie. I don't know. Is it getting a movie like a big deal these days? I don't know. I don't know. Back then, maybe it was. That and to the extreme sold over eleven million copies. How about that? Wow. Yeah, but the cover of Play That Funky Music, well, White Boy. Wait, is was, that, was, was that him, Play That Funky Music? White well, Boy? he did a remake. Oh, okay. Lay down in boogie. Yeah, anyway, that's about enough Vanilla Ice uh, retrospective as we go back in the time machine here on Fox Sports Radio. Good times all around. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Eric. Way to get it done. Hey, Kawhi Leonard, now that LeBron James is off the market, the last man standing and currently still, well, a member of the San Antonio Spurs. For how much longer? We don't know. But according to a podcast, the back-to-back podcast, Michael C. Wright and Bleacher Reports, uh, Tom Havistro, that you have a an interesting dynamic of how this relationship may have really taken a left turn. Let's give a listen. Spurs were in the dark most of the season. Some of the things that were happening was crazy. There was a point during his rehab process in New York, some of the Spurs brass went out to see him. As soon as those guys arrived to the building, Kawhi's people grabbed him and sequestered him to another part of the building. So the Spurs people couldn't even see him. How about that? Now you're taking him out the back door. You're trying to go and find yourself a hiding space, maybe a panic room, the the broom closet maybe along the way. This I, this strikes as something like you're protecting Nino Brown in New Jack City. Uh, you're protecting the the Don. This is Michael Corleone being Corleone being ushered out the back. I I like the idea of him crawling through the pipe above the. Oh, ceiling. I like that. Yeah, that that no, one that's I good too. Or or just go back to the original Godfather where they they know the hits coming, so they got I, we got to move my father. Yeah. And the hospital and then moving the hospital beds around, all that kind of stuff. That's what I'm getting here. This music, which you ha- you love, and if you're you're a fan of children's m- movies, uh, and I have two daughters, so I've seen this nine thousand times. Uh, it's from the Tangled soundtrack. It's called Escape Route, from oh. the great Alan Menken. So there you have it. We we weave it all together because this really does play out like a like a giant uh, giant Disney movie in a lot. We got heroes and villains and. And, and songs all the way through because Kawhi Leonard's shown up in a couple of rap songs along the way. Has so he? so we've we've got that. So we we've got some well not on, uh, like in videos anyway. Uh, I mean I don't know how much. I, again I couldn't tell you what his voice sounded like uh, if you paid me. But the fact that you're hiding from officials, what what's going on with your leg? Well, I was gonna say one. I mean, we live in a society where a lot of this stuff that's conjecture gets stated as fact. Get him out of here! Get him out of here! The Spurs are coming. I mean, what? It's was, Buford. What was the one last week from Stephen? Uh, it was uh, wow. that Dan Gilbert is happy to have his team back, and it, it, that became like the number one story. And it yeah, was but like- you know what? As much as Stephen A. may like that Dan Gilbert story, I know Alex Tyshirt, my guy. You know what Stephen A. likes even more? Always, always <laughs> ask. What was that? I need to hear that again. I need. There to hear you go. Again. Let's hear that again for the uninitiated. His eyes though were priceless. This this might have been the best reaction. I'm just sad we didn't have a video camera turned on. Tyshirt. Always, always ask. Stephen A. was on a, a podcast hanging out with Snoop Dogg. Okay. And was asked about his favorite female body part. I got eyes in the back of my ass. Well, uh, and there's Jason Smith coming over the top. <laughs> Jason Smith, the voice of the World Cup. I cannot imagine. Oh, yeah. That. We haven't told you. Where, where can we watch quarterfinal action tomorrow? Watch every second of the World Cup on Fox and FS1.
and you can take it with you wherever you go on Fox Sports Go. So, it, so you know Jason very well. You guys work together quite a bit. Was this something he's been clamoring for? Like the day that Fox got the World Cup, did he go to management and say, I want to be the voice of the World Cup? Is that how that went down? I no, it Jason. really became a thing where he and I decided we were going to beat the drum as often as we could to celebrate the glory of Fox in the World Cup. Ole, 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 ole. Watch ole, every second of the World Cup ole, on Fox ole. and FS1. Take it with you. Quarterfinal action begins tomorrow on Fox Sports Go. Have so you- we did that probably, what, every four minutes to start, and then it got down to every minute and a half or thereabouts. Oh, yeah, it was about every minute or two we were playing that. I mean, during yeah. the, the first round, I mean, we were we were all over it. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, buddy. Is this... So, I have enjoyed, and I'm not saying this because I work here at Fox Sports Radio, I have enjoyed the World Cup significantly more than I expected to. Like, are you the guy that if you see it's a close game, maybe you're on Twitter or you're something, that you're stopping and you're saying, you know what, i got to watch this Germany game until the end? Let me give you a, a quick background on my, oh, my okay. sports journey. Let's do it. And, and FIFA World Cup does play a pretty big role in that. And that is what we call a tease here in the radio business. I'll give you that story in one minute. But first, we're going to step out to our guy, the award-winning update anchor, a man who, like Atlas, carries the world on his back every night. It's our buddy Tom Looney. Looney, what's trending? Hey, guys. In 2011, UFC President Dana White said that no woman would ever fight in the UFC. Two years later, Rowdy, Ronda Rousey, Venice, California, the meanest mean mug in sports, became the first woman fighter ever signed to the UFC. And tonight, Rowdy, Ronda Rousey, became the first female inductee into the UFC Hall of Fame. A Rousey round of applause for Rowdy, Ronda Rousey, Venice, California, in the house in the hizzle and now in the ufc hall of fame to major league baseball and our three late night liberal left coast baseball games dodger fans are smiling tonight with the diamondbacks 6-3 loss to the padres the dodgers and diamondbacks now tied for first place in the national league west also uh, cards on trade the giants 11-2 is it over yet let me check in the emerald city no we got one more out mariners in front of the angels four to one and the top of the ninth inning, if you need to score some earlier games, check out www.foxsports.com. We now forge forth into the night with more drum beating for the World Cup on Fox. Jason Smith is out. It's Mike Harmon and Aaron Torres on Fox Sports Radio. Hear that paper shuffling? What's his name? What's his name? No. Say my name. That is right. I would Thanks never for forget. He, he hosts a show with my friend Arnie Spanier. Your weekend. buddy. The stinking genius. He is Aaron Torres. Thank you, Looney. Sure. We appreciate you. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico, so you can go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And as Looney alluded to, I mean, we do need to bang the drum for the World Cup a little bit more. Ole! Watch every second of the World Cup on Fox and FS1. And take it with you on Fox Sports Go. Now, I gave you my was going to give you my origin story in terms of how much I I came to love the the World Cup. Now, my in-laws, Swedish, so they're still advancing, still still going back and forth. 
and plugging away on that. So that's kind of fun. Okay. But what what happened was when I was working at Yahoo back in 2002, it was Japan and, and, and Korea, and that was the first time that video highlights, we, we got a contract at Yahoo to nice. build the World Cup site. Oh. Okay, so we were the official site of the World Cup, which meant we started getting all this archival footage, and they were going to put up, like, video was now becoming a thing. Cool. On, on websites. Awesome. And it was a pain in the ass because every the dial-ups and all the data transfer still slow, but for people who'd bought newer machines, it was now, here's some of the great matches, like little clips. Here's some video highlights and packaged by, here's the heroes, and here's all these great goals. And we were helping to build all this. But on my side, it was the messaging of how to use the site overall. Okay. Uh, and making sure working with a team, translating into it. I, I forget how many languages we had, but I had a very large team. And we were making sure we were consistently getting all the verbiage right. You did all the translations yourself? No. I was going to say, you're a very smart guy. If that's no, I, I had my moments. Uh, Spanish, I was able to, to fake it a little bit. But I had a good team doing that. But we were doing all the help and how to configure your computer to be able to watch the video clips, whatever. Which meant we were dealing with FIFA. And, and they came to work in the States. We're showing them around Sunnyvale and, and San Francisco and whatever else. And that was all fine and good. But sitting down and... and kind of relaying our passion for American football, taking them to Giants and A's games. Uh, at the time, that's Barry Bonds, so taking them to Giants the games. A's a were was, good too, right? Yeah, they were, they were good, but you could still get a seat and take over Mount Davis by yourself some nights. Uh, but you can go hang out with those guys that drum beat for Tejada. Doom, 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 Tejada. And everybody would sing, and it was great. And because they were all from France and from all over the world, they were having fun thinking this was crazy because it would – resemble at least a little bit of what we see when we watch the FIFA World Cup. But in doing that process, I got to really, I hadn't been exposed to soccer as a kid. Baseball, football, basketball, saddle up right round again. Family, we, just the way we operated, we, we weren't able to get ice time. We didn't play hockey, even though we were probably the perfect body structure to be great defensemen, uh, my <laughs> brothers and I. But alas, the, that eluded us. And soccer wasn't part of the picture. So it wasn't really something that, A, I understood, or B, really gave a lot of time until I sat down with these guys and the, and the women that came over and were helping build the site with us. And we'd sit and we'd go through some of the matches gotcha. and they'd show me the set plays and whatever. And what was funny is those folks were all great. The people that were the management for FIFA, all the stereotypes, all the hate that goes back and forth, some of them, got to admit, there were guys I, I didn't particularly care for by the end of that process. So when they gave me my, I, I still have it. It was a, it was a nice trophy saying, "Hey, thanks. Look at what we built." I still wanted to run through and shoulder tackle a few of them. Okay. One guy in particular kept calling me Mark. Was that Seth Bladder that was doing? That? No. Okay. I forget his name, but kept addressing oh. me as Mark in in all sorts so of he, correspondence. So he can get your name wrong, but you don't even remember his name. That's that feels a little hypocritical. No, and that's why I quit. No, oh. it's also been. 16 years. Okay, he, 16 years. He remembers years. Mark, though, No, no, he, no, he doesn't. No, he, no, he doesn't. You know, that guy so. forgot me as soon as uh, we didn't have to deal with each other. He did get in trouble, though, because he kept calling me Mark, and at some point, something broke on the site. But the week before, there had been a message that I finally sent, and I copied uh, one of the big bosses, like we're talking heads of company bosses who were helping us with the site, and said, if he calls me Mark again, I'm not responding. I don't care if it's... If the servers are literally on fire, I'm nice. not. I'm not answering this. And so something broke. Address me as Mark. 
I worked with the engineers. It was getting fixed, but I never responded to the email. Came down trying to read me and, you know, cursing me out. Hey, how do you ignore me? I'm like, oh, no. Uh, you called me Mark. I don't, and, I don't and brought know. the boss in to, to say, you know, we've now been working on this project for over six months together. Say my name. Oh, Get yeah. it right. Yeah. And I, so I, by I, that point, we'd been in so many hundreds of hours of meetings. Maybe a bit petty on my part, but I was finally like, you know what? I'm fed up. I've been working a lot of extra hours where nobody's compensating me. Stock option lottery was not my friend. Okay. A lot of overtime <laughs> hours for no pay, except an occasional free beer. And if you're not even going to get my name right, you know, blank you. So finally, the, the boss comes over. It's like, you got to get the guy's name right. Yeah. And I, so, you know, maybe that was part of the relations didn't quite work from there. But he never got my name wrong again. I can tell you that. Well, I was going to say, I, I just would have done the whole, oh, Oh, I'm sorry. You said Mark. I thought I thought that was addressed to somebody else. I would have done the super LeBron James passive aggressive thing, uh, as opposed to actually calling him out. No, we did that in meetings, but when it came to emails, oh, like gotcha, gotcha. you know, take take the eight seconds. If you're gonna address me, don't don't even put my name in. You don't need to say it. I know I know what my job is in this greater context. Don't. I was gonna say, don't judge me. I almost called you Jason earlier. I hope that does. I hope you're well, not going to remember Lo- this. Looney 16- did, so that's okay. I was going to say, I hope you don't you don't hold this against me 16 years from now. So, well, you know what? Um, Bob Knight probably has a thought for that. I hope they're all dead. There you go. <laughs> Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Aaron Torres in for Jason Smith tonight. How about in Cleveland, where they're trying to be Cleveland! the next? Right. I know Jarvis Landry, among others, for the Browns, saying, "Hey, what about me?" What about me? I could be the next face. The Indians, including Jose Ramirez, he went on Twitter saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. When NBC Sports said the Browns are now tasked with filling the void left by LeBron James, Jose Ramirez said, wait, are we invisible? And then you've got New Era Sports, you know, that giant poster that's gotten so much publicity of LeBron James coming down looking for a new face. New Era saying, what about Francisco Lindor? How about he becomes the next the new face of Cleveland sports and the next generation. I like that we now have people actively campaigning to be the next face. I think Drew Carey should come out from the prices right and just say, remember me? I carried Cleveland for years when nobody cared. Or maybe Charlie Sheen. Tiger That's Blood. Right. Maybe we can get him back in the mix. Rick Vaughn. There you go. Wild thing. He's good. Willie Mays. A lot of options. What do you Baker got, Eric? Mayfield? Baker Mayfield, That's though. What about the uproar that would have caused? He gets the billboard right after. Snap. No, that would be fun. He gets the billboard before the starting job. How about that? Oh, I think that would be fantastic. Okay, I, I feel bad for skipping over my boy Tyrod Taylor. Well, that's, that's your guy as a Buffalo Bill honk. Give Tyrod Taylor the board. He just jumped right over him. You shoved him into second, maybe third place, just like that. How, dare how about you? how about we give how about we give the billboard to the Browns jersey, like the the jersey with all the names on the back. I mean, that's the most oh, iconic. Oh, the quarterback jersey That's sure. the most no, that's iconic jersey in Cleveland right now, now that LeBron's gone. So That's good. There There's was also room. a. There's there was enough a, room for the Yeah, games. no, exactly. there is. There's a lot of rooms. There was the other thing that was going on here in Los Angeles, a mural uh, that, of Kobe Bryant that someone taped a LeBron picture over. Oh, I didn't and see And they started throwing shoes at it until the face finally came down. You respect Kobe. This is Kobe's town. Yeah, so it's, a lot of fighting. It's Kobe's town until LeBron wins the title, and then everyone's going to forget about Kobe. Uh, he ain't winning a title. I don't think he is either, but this is something uh, I got into an argument with uh, my co-host uh, in my regular time slot there, and he was, he was oh, it's always going to be Kobe's town. I said, eh, let's see. If LeBron wins a title after five straight years of missing the playoffs, I'm just saying. I don't think he'll win one, though. 
I just wish I had futures in terms of jersey sales. I do have a partial season ticket plan that I know all my friends and colleagues in the big Laker honks walking around here will be asking me, so did you get your ticket allotment yet? And I'm going to say, like you, pay me. Jason Smith go. Show with Mike Harmon here. Aaron Torres in for Jason Smith. Coming up next, free agency as summed up by a comedian. And then some superstars in the NBA active on social media tonight. Maybe we raise an eyebrow connected to the Lakers. What are they saying as they're talking and making some clicks on a Thursday night? That's next, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Slide over, baby. Hour continues here. We thank you for taking a few minutes with us here in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Aaron Torres, along for the ride at Aaron underscore Torres, currently now dancing. Great song. Dancing. Uh, I'll say you're dancing well because the power of uh, the radio is I can make people believe it to be true. Oh, yeah. Did you tell him I was dancing on the table? Like, I, I was getting. You were. It. There was a lamp. You were. It was head. starting to get a little light. odd yeah. here. The lights had been dimmed. You know, we do disco fantasy in the football season. That sounds Jonas Knox on his uh, weekend overnights. We, we get together and we do some fantasy football talk while disco balls are, are playing and people are doing the drunk walk of shame home from bars. I was going to say, disco fantasy sounds like something that happened at, like, what's that, Studio 54 back in the oh, day? Oh, no, it's a, be- some, it's yeah, a beautiful there- thing. I mean, it hasn't quite transcended into something really chaotic yet, but it has potential. It sounds terrifying, yeah. It sounds like one of those things that you need to see a doctor and potentially get a shot when you're done with it. Yeah, no, though, we stream it live. Uh, oh, no, yeah, that's no, no, you, get the you can't video- do that. No, you get the video element of oh, what's going no. on here. Oh, yeah. The Disco 54, what was it? I forget. Disco Studio what? 54? No, no, we just do Disco Fantasy. Disco Fantasy. And then, and then we do some that, prop bets, and, and we call it a night for his show, and then I get ready to dominate the ear holes of America with Dan Beyer disco, doing our fantasy show, yeah. Disco Fantasy is something that definitely happened a lot in the 70s. and uh, I'm trying to bring it back, buddy. Well, you said this is the baby-making hour, right? I mean, Slide over, baby. No question <laughs> about it. You don't even know how to handle that. Way to go, Quagmire. Yeah, I got a little nervous there. I'm not going to There you go. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. You could switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Save that 15%. You, too, can go get yourself a disco glitter ball and join the party as football season gets underway. A few weeks from training camp, Dan and I are already doing fantasy segments on Fox Sports Sunday each week. I'm working up my fantasy draft guide and the video accompaniment on SwollenDome.com, maybe some more videos and appearances in the offing. Uh, keep an eye on my Twitter account, at SwollenDome. Uh, for more, find Aaron on Twitter, at Aaron underscore Torres. Now, we've had a lot of fun with NBA free agency. Uh, certainly one fan said he had his up for grabs as well. Uh, Clipper Daryl, a buddy, friend of the show, he's going to join Ben Maller on his show a little bit later. But a YouTuber by the name of Scooter, Magruder, yeah, David uh, Cameron Magruder, David Cameron, David Scooter, blah, blah, blah. He summed up the NBA free agency, and he really committed to the bit. Okay. So it was a YouTube video. The audio does it well enough, but the the number of jerseys and T-shirts that he either borrowed from friends or went out and actually purchased to make this bit about the current state of NBA free agency work, uh, I applaud him for that. And we'll give him a little listen here. 
Is Woj saying? He can still come back, right? Trust the process. Why isn't Woj talking about Kawhi? We're getting LeBron. We're getting LeBron. Why would he go to the West? It's down to Philly, the Lakers, and the Cavs. I don't know, man. I think Paul George is out. Paul George is not going to resign with OKC. Paul George is going to stay. Woj just tweeted something. We got CP3 back, baby. Let's go. Russell Westbrook is throwing a party. We just need to resign Capella. If Chris Paul didn't get injured, we would have beat the Warriors. Why would they throw a party if Paul George isn't going to come back? He resigned. He resigned. I told you he was going to stay. Let's go. Let's go. I didn't want Paul George. Let's go, baby. This is why I love Sam Presti. Not everyone can handle being a Laker. We're still getting LeBron, Boogie, and we're getting Kawhi. Phoenix got a reason. Why did we sign Trevor a reason? All we got to do is not miss 27 three-pointers. We got LeBron. We got LeBron. Oh, we got LeBron. How many? Four years? We suck again. Let's go. There you go. That we, Then he took the old Rob Schneider bit, and he threw it in just to remind you. Oh, no. Oh, no. We suck again. There you go. The fast hands of Alex Dyshirt, executive producer Eric Roberts, making sure we get that audio. I thought it, it was fun. Thank you, fellas, that you'd appreciate the idea of the range of emotions, fans trying to read each and every tweet, and that's all it was with oh. Adrian Wojnarowski's Twitter account come Saturday of what are we going to find? And now we're on Twitter today, Aaron, and we have a superstar rumored maybe to be in the mix for the Lakers, but he's been active on social media. Listen, I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to say, uh, I'm not going to make any insinuations here. All I'm telling you is of the last four people that Damian Lillard, star of the Portland Trailblazers, have followed, Devin Booker, Marquise Chris, Mikhail Bridges. Those guys have two things in common. One, they play in the NBA. Two, they both play. They all three play for the Phoenix Suns. How about I'm, that? I'm not saying. I'm just saying. By the way, did not follow DeAndre Ayton. How about that? Is it a is it a Lillard for Ayton swap? Are we breaking Whoa, news on air? Look at I, you. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I mean, we want to know. I mean, he followed Devin, Devin Booker is going to sign that big contract, right? so he's not going anywhere. Marquise Chris, I mean, he might be out of the NBA. In a few well, years, but that's know. neither here nor there. Uh, Mikhail Bridges probably not going anywhere. I'm j- I'm just saying that you know, listen, you, you, two two plus two sometimes it equals four. That's all I'm saying. Chaos reigns in the NBA, perhaps breaking news, perhaps just rampant speculation. Because you know what it is? It's that let's throw it up against the wall and see if it runs down. In the interim, we're gonna bet on it. Yeah, we just broke news. Damian Lillard may be going to the Suns. But he may be going to the Suns. Listen, he followed Devin Booker, Marquise Chris, and Mikhail Bridges on Twitter. That's all I'm saying. You know what? Coming up in about five minutes from now, Ben Maller is going to sit down in the chair you currently occupy. And you know what you just did? He's going to be so mad. No, what he's going to do is he's going to laugh, and he's going to say what you used right there. We may have broken news. He may be looking at the Phoenix Suns. May being a weasel word. One of the great phrases often uttered by my buddy, Ben Matter. I want to thank Aaron Torres for sitting in tonight. Ben Maller coming up on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.